Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Yes, folks, it's hot in Los Angeles. That's your <laughs> Los Angeles weather report, courtesy of me and Buster Poindexter. <laughs> It was nice of him to come in and just do that and then leave as I was saying this. What's the New York Dolls guy who's all, who also does Buster Poindexter? What's that guy called? Oh, something? yeah. I I know that that's a guy, but I don't know his name off the top of my head. What proportion of his time do you think he spends playing high credibility, like, international nightclubs mm-hmm. as a member of the New York Dolls or as the guy from the New York Dolls? And what proportion do you think he spends... At like the Pfizer annual meeting, just coming <laughs> as in Buster in a tuxedo as Buster Poindexter. So I guess I don't know a lot about either of those things. I mean, I guess I know that you know the New York Dolls are a beloved, you know, proto punk band. Proto punk band. Yeah. Uh, but I guess I just know Buster Poindexter's having the one novelty hit. Does oh, he that's have all more? that Buster Poindexter ever did. But it's a, it's like obviously surely, it's a surely he has he has had more songs than that, right? I mean, more than just Hot Hot Hot. Yeah, well, I mean there was an album on which Hot 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 appeared, right? Um, yeah, I mean I feel like he's probably you got to figure at some point he did like um, you know maybe a record of uh, early rock and roll covers. Okay, yeah. You know, maybe a full salsa record? Oh, you went full salsa. Oh, yeah, full salsa. Yeah. He just hired Tito Puente. Yeah, yeah. Brought in the Tito Puente Orchestra featuring Buster now, was that, Poindexter. that salsa that he went full? Was it mild or was it hot, hot, hot? <laughs> it was hot, hot, hot. Jordan. Yeah. Uh, I would like it if there was like, you know, obviously like New York Dolls, you know, a big band for like music snobs to like. Right. I would love it if there was like a, you know, Buster Poindexter collector Mm-hmm. Who, like got all the Japanese pressings. Yeah, sure. Maybe had some bonus tracks. Sure, and, like the picture disc. Insists that like that was that guy's the Artistic. peak of that guy's career. The peak of his career was uh, well. I mean, it was the peak of his career. Sure. I mean, that's the interest. The in a in a practical sense. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess the New York the Dolls New York never Dolls had a hit. Never, we're, we're never the musical guest on Saturday Night Live. But <laughs> was Buster he? Poindexter was. He? was. Yeah, Buster Boindexter was. I've seen it in reruns. That's insane. On E or something. Yeah, I mean, but I guess that guy's got a good thing going. Uh, that guy whose name we still don't know. Uh, in that, you know, obviously musical trends mm-hmm. come and go. Right. And But he's got kind of two things based on, you know, wherever the tide's at. When people are into, you know, credible, right. early. I see what you're saying. Punk music, the, you can just get the New York Dolls back together or one other guy from the New York Dolls and it's then like two other Vanilla dudes. It's like had also been in The Temptations. Yeah, exactly. Sure. But if, you know, people are into, you know, erotic novelty songs, he can right. he can suit up again. Anytime there's like a corporate engagement that he needs to, you know, hit a home run at, he right. can come out and do that one song sort of uh, hammer style. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then uh, any other time he can, you know, he can put on the makeup and the beautiful outfit and hit the stage as the guy who invented punk rock. Yeah. We love you, America. that guy. David Johansson mm. is uh, what uh, uh, our producer Brian tells us his name is. Anyway, moral of the story, 90 degrees. I'm wearing linen. You know, I got short pants. I got some linen on. Um, I was wearing a bucket hat. Uh, real kind of Gilligan aesthetic is what I'm shooting for here. Gilligan chic? Yeah, Gilligan chic. Gilligan core? <laughs> I enjoy. That's what Alexa Chung's been wearing lately. Oh, sure. Gilligan core. All Gilligan core. Yeah. Just bringing, um, yeah. 
Hey, guess what, Jordan? Huh? Max Fun Drive time. Yeah. MaximumFun.org slash donate. Look, we'll talk about it later in the break. But just right now, if you're listening to this program, you're on notice. <laughs> I've put you on notice that you should, by the end of this program, have visited MaximumFun.org. Now, no time. one's on blast as of yet, right? No, I'm not putting anybody on blast yet. All right. Look, I, it's, it's not necessary. I'm not. It's, it would be excessive. If you were putting people on blast at this point, I would be like... You've gone mad with power. Look, I'm not DJ K. Slay, the drama king. <laughs> you know, I don't need to start stuff. No one's suggesting you are. Well, I think Alison Rosen was <laughs> sort of subtly, quietly suggesting yeah. that I was DJ K. Slay, the drama king. I already t- – am I allowed to speak yet? I already tweeted that you are. Yeah, see? Oh. Yeah, I was more wow. than suggesting it. I was putting him on blast. Yeah. I didn't know you guys had a Twitter beef. Yeah. That is so Alison cool, you guys. Recently. Right. And on that show. is fun. It's real fun that you have Allison a Twitter beef. totally has me shook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She put me on blast and she has me shook. I'm quaking in my boots over here. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, and it's weird that you'd bring someone in who you're currently having a Twitter beef with to be on the show and act like everything's fine. But I think it's it's like a summit, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're, sure. are, you're sort of a Louis Farrakhan type figure. Here. Yeah, right. I'm just here to make sure things stay civil. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Allison Rosen, by the way, the host of Allison Rosen's Your New Best Friend, uh, superstar celebrity, the former funniest reporter in New York City, if I remember correctly. Well, that's right. But I think sort of like president, you always take that with you. Right. I'm still oh. – there's, there's more than one of me. <laughs> so but I'm you... still I'm, – I'm funniest reporter – New York's funniest reporter emeritus. Wait, so like, so, so can, go... wait, I, I – I don't. I didn't know that this was a title that you had had at one point, or still have, depending on still the semantics have. of the thing. Still have. I mean, there's other funny reporters who might take issue with that. But sure. yes, there was a contest. New York's funniest reporter. We performed stand up mm-hmm. at Gotham Comedy Club. Wow! So and I won. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Who were you up against? Well, that's the thing. It's impressive until you realize I was up against other reporters. There was <laughs> <laughs> there was Cat Greenleaf uh-huh. from. She did um, like wacky fun pieces for NBC. Okay. Like oh, she Pat would, Greenleaf. like you know, she would go to, you know, uh, an adult pillow fight or something like that. Is that the kind of thing she would do? The kind of thing, yeah. yeah. Or she'd do like, you know. I'm not here to suggest she actually went to an adult pillow fight, but like that kind of just goofy. No, but the funny thing about that is that at the time I was working at Time Out in New York, mm-hmm. and I actually covered punk rock pillow fight. Which oh. is an adult pillow fight. Wow. <laughs> so you totally so you were on the adult pillow fight beat. Yes. <laughs> Yay. So Wait, what? I, I, now I want to hear about this. Uh, punk rock pillow fight? Yeah, the totally. The guy who does it, Andrew Thompson, uh, now lives out here. I know this based on his Instagram, and I'm pretty sure he brings the pillow fight with him. Wow. So I imagine that's going on in Los Angeles. What so. made it punk rock? Um, Just a general contempt for authority. Well, they mm-hmm. did it themselves. Sure. DIY ethic. Right. It's not one of these corporate pillow fights. <laughs> exactly. David Johansson was there. <laughs> sure. They hadn't As talked. the guy from the New York Dolls, not as Buster Point right, Dexter. Exactly. Well, later he would get into his book. <laughs> yeah. Everybody was pretty hammered. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you, I knew that Johansson was the name that you were going for. Oh, wow. And my needing to express it almost made it. So sure. that I interrupted what you guys were saying to let the world know that I'm here and I know this name. But well, I've thank decided... God you didn't interrupt it because that was all solid gold. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was a kind of tight comedy. Exactly. That, I mean, just you, you, had could, everything. you could bounce a nickel off that comedy. It had salsa oh, talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Had weather Tito talk. <laughs> had Gilligan chic. Everyone Gilligan can core. relate to the weather in mm-hmm. Los Angeles. Sure. 
Well, everyone can feel it unless they're inside with air conditioning. Or in a place other than Los Angeles. But I'm pretty sure our whole audience lives in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. I mean, we have. A, I mean, we do a lot of like you know showbiz insidery stuff. So I bet people who listen <laughs> elsewhere, like maybe people who like accidentally downloaded or something, right. probably just don't understand what we're talking about. We're talking about points on the gross. Yeah, sure. points on the back end. We're talking about prexies. Sure. We're talking about skeins. The Weinstein party. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. We're, sometimes we're talking about lensers. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we'll talk lensers. So, what was your angle during the punk rock pillow fight? It, Just check this shit out. Yes. <laughs> um, it was, let's see, there was a political angle and it was that everyone in the city was angry about something that just happened politically. And this was like a way that people were getting oh. out, expressing their anger sure. and moving on. But I'm sure. trying to remember what it was. Bloomberg. I feel like it had. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Pataki. When it they, might have been when they got rid of those big sodas. Mario Cuomo, <laughs> Ed Koch. <laughs> I interviewed Ed Koch <laughs> at the Punk Rock Pillow Fight. What no, was he doing that there? That would have been really cool. No, I, I interviewed Ed Koch when I was that time out in New York, and they they really wanted me to ask him if he was gay, so I did, and he was actually surprisingly cool with that question. Um, he, but he's like, "Well, let me ask you this: Do you give your boyfriend blowjobs?" <laughs> Ed Koch, Ed Koch, Ed Koch. Wait, why was that a response? And then I said, "It was New York in the 70s. Sure, anything went. Taxi driver. Oh yeah, I was I was surrounded by mountains of coke when I asked. Oh yeah, sure. This was at Studio 54, right? (laughs) Exactly. Well, the thing is, I remember it. So was I there? Yeah, Yeah, Um, sure. If you remember it, it's probably too loud. So then I said. Well, I'm single now, so I can't answer that. And then he said, he said that the the thing that both of our those questions had in common were they're none of each other's business. Oh, so that was the point he was making. So Ed is gay. Though he was rumored to be gay, hmm. uh, and then I felt bad that I'd asked him that mm-hmm. um, and then he was like no it's you know he, he whatever I wish I wish I could remember verbatim what he said this was all in print um, but he totally made me feel fine about having asked that he wasn't bothered by it at all but then page six picked up on it because mm. it was um, salacious sure and then the weird thing is I was doing um, speaking of funny because page six usually does isn't that usually like it's like foreign right. policy analysis right? foreign policy analysis and it's like you're Stuff about- you missed in high school, so they'll do a lot of math, <laughs> right. a lot of focus on division. What long page division. are those British women with the big jugs? Mm, page three. Yeah. Anyway, we got in trouble once hmm. for making a joke where we referred to the British women with the big jugs as page six, mm. and it turned out they're on a different page. They're called the something. Page well, how am I girls. supposed to see these jugs? I don't, know. <laughs> I don't have time to be flipping around in this paper from whole three plot. to six. The whole tablet. Just show style. me the jugs. All I really, everything I know. <laughs> show about, me those birds with their jugs. <laughs> everything I know about Ed Koch comes from this uh, uh, hip hop documentary called Style Wars, which was uh, made in like 1980, something like that, mm-hmm. and uh, it's about graffiti mostly, and. There are just these extended scenes of Ed Koch talking about graffiti 
and talking about like, so I told them, you know, put up razor wire at the at the uh, transportation depots. Then I said, let's put up two fences and put dogs between them. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, wow, Ed Koch is amazing. He is he is like the most 1978 thing that has ever <laughs> happened in the history of the world. Ooh, what's now the most 1978 thing to happen? Uh, at present? Yeah. Like, what is the current thing now that looks like the most like it was from 1978? Yeah, just the, the, the thing that exists now but feels very 1978. I actually no, have a yeah. submission to this. Please. Okay. I'm in my own weird personal hell today because <laughs> I— You agreed to go on this shitty podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. No. <laughs> I mean, that's not helping matters. Right, sure. But I wash my hair as I want to do. And Already this sounds like a fucking train wreck. I'm with I you. Know. I am with you. I can I can relate. And then I decided to put some mousse in mm-hmm. my hair just to see if it helped with volume. Sure. And somehow the combination mm-hmm. of the shampoo. By the way, your hair is looking voluminous. Is it? Thank yeah. you. It's working mm-hmm. then. And luminous. Mm-hmm. I, all the and um, all the humanists. Humanists? <laughs> human I smell. <laughs> well, <laughs> that actually goes right into what I was going to say. Somehow the combination of the lilting mousse scent sure. with the more musky shampoo conditioner scent has coalesced into making me feel like I smell my dad from 1978. Oh, Every time I turn around or shit. take a whiff, I'm like, it's like the ghost of my dad is right there. The ghost of my dad, mind you, my dad's actually alive still. Mm-hmm. But but you're, something about his essence, his essence from the essence. 70s is like very close to my nose and it's making me feel very weird. We should explain that in the 70s he was a curry. <laughs> Yes. Is that what I smell like? I don't know. No, Me, no. You, I feel like you're you suggesting like I smell a, a like a thousand curry. mountain flowers. <laughs> so is this is this why you've been in a hell? Just this kind of nostalgia that you've been feeling? Yeah, it's a weird, unexpected nostalgia. I feel like it's like there's a photo album surrounding my face. I had that recently when I I switched dish soap. Uh huh. So I bought I, <laughs> See, I I bring the good topics. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm about to bring it down <laughs> to a talk about dish soap. You I will used usually... to use Dove. Now you just use cumin. Yeah, right. I just <laughs> rub cumin on my plates. Um, I used to, you know, I usually just get the Trader Joe's dish soap uh, next to godliness. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, uh, I like its religious overtones. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Which is a lot of fun. You're uh, very puritanical. Sure. Uh, and sometimes I'll use the Whole Foods 365. Um, but some... You're a store brand man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I you're like... the opposite of punk rock. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I would. I would not be allowed at that pillow fight. <laughs> Wait, now, do you think the punk rock dishwashing soap would be a brand name dish- dishwashing soap? No, but I don't think it would be one of the. Oh, maybe a. No, I feel like it'd be like something some guy Kevin down the street made. Yeah, it would just be Kevin a baggy, a baggy of hand soap that <laughs> yeah. they stole from the gas station bathroom. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I someone woman, wrote. I heard, I heard a woman on the radio the other day who uh, doesn't waste anything. Mm-hmm. She makes her own soaps. Uh, I mean, she doesn't make them from like tallow or whatever it is that soap. Tallow is made. and lye. Yeah, that's right. They, she, but she's she's making them from some stuff you buy at the natural food store. And I'm thinking, like, this woman's doing the most admirable thing. I can, I you could not pay me enough. You could pay me to make soap. <laughs> you could not pay me enough to then use the soap that I had made. Sure. Right. First of all, it's been all over your grubby hands. Exactly. So plus, he's seen how the soap gets made. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, that I. That's what they say. That happened. To, know how the soap that happened made. to me once with sausage. Yeah, boy, howdy. Yeah. Uh, so I something happened, and I was shopping in a different supermarket, and I I bought palm olive. 
Okay, dish well, soap. That's a popular brand name. Dish Very soap. popular brand. Nothing wrong with palm olive, I, I would imagine. And then, and then, and then, <laughs> like later on in the week, a cloud of sadness descended over me. <laughs> just a, just a fog of like, not like, fr- it's not like frustration. Just that, like, on we. What a, you know, yeah. what a sailor must feel when there's no land in sight. Can. Do you think it was because you realized that you could have gotten Cascade? <laughs> yeah, I know. I had the chance. Yeah, finally you were at a I place took with the brand shot. name detergent. I know. Uh, no, and then I realized that Palmolive was the brand that we used uh, in my house growing up. Um, my, my mom's a Palmolive loyalist, and the smell was getting to me. And for some reason, it only brought back bad childhood memories. Oh, it had no, no po- for for whatever reason, whatever little brain pocket that thing nicked was where the the sad where all like the damage heard, was like heard mom and dad fighting memories. Was it like was it beca- <clears throat> was there a reason for that? For example, is it possible that your mom? Was holding a thing of palm olive. <laughs> sure, I'm listening. And then your dad said, "That's it. I'm out of here." Mm-hmm. And your mom went, "What?" And as she said, "What?" <laughs> squeezed she it. Squeezed the palm olive. A little and shot up into the air and into my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, probably something wacky like that. Yeah. I'm guessing it was, it was probably something zany and screwball. I right? know when my parents fought when I was a kid, it was usually pretty wacky. <laughs> right. When your dad was was moving his ball bearing collection. <laughs> I'm out of here. I have to say, the main thing that my parents fought about that I remember is like my dad's boss would be coming over. Yeah. And my mom would be making this casserole. Mm. Yeah. Right? But then your dad was managing that baseball team where everyone had very weird names. (laughs) Yes. And anyway, long story short, they had this piano they had to carry up a flight of stairs. Sure. But it was weird because I like I don't I don't consider myself as having a bad childhood. I think I had a pretty good childhood as but far why as didn't your childhoods mom just use go. Witchcraft. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, you. no, that's fine. Uh, this is better. <laughs> why didn't your mom use witchcraft <laughs> to get the piano up the stairs? Oh, that's a good point. Point taken. Sure. Point taken. Uh, um, it was. I mean, I don't know. It has. I'm having a hard time remembering it. I'm just really strongly remembering the smell of Cascade. Hmm. So it was the powder. Potent. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't think I had a bad shot. But for whatever reason, this dish soap only evoked negative ones. So how long did you keep it around? Oh, I, I threw it away. Yeah, I was like – I was the quarter into the bottle and I threw it out, went back with the uh, the next to godliness and I haven't been sad since, not one second. Did you get I haven't anything? felt one bit of sadness. Huh? Did you get anything else good at Trader Joe's while you were there? Well, I mean, get yourself some calla lilies. <laughs> yeah, some. I mean, but yeah, uh, I'm just. I just hope nothing dramatic happens while I'm eating those South African dust chips. Oh my gosh, that if would the be South fucked African up. barbecue chips. Be, somehow became associated with a traumatic memory. I can't imagine a worse fate. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've never had these chips. These are some chips. Really good chips. <laughs> I know, Allison. I feel like half of our conversations are chip related. Well, the funny thing is that half of the conversations on my show, which Jordan you've been on, yeah. are Trader Joe's related. Sure, Trader Joe's owns us. Yeah, but how back come to Trader these... Joe's won't sponsor our podcasts? Yeah, do they it. They don't sponsor your podcast, right? They they should, but yeah. no, they don't. Although we've talked a little Trader Joe's smack. Okay, because really? yeah. I don't appreciate 
the way they feel the need to make chatter with you whenever you check out. And they sort of do this interrogation about your ingredients and, oh, sure. have you tried this and what are you going to buy and da, da, da. And in fact, husband and I got stung recently. Actually, I knew what was up, but he mm. didn't because we were buying some like, I don't know, apples, tomatoes and dog treats. And the woman said, your dog really likes these, huh? And then my husband's like, yeah, yeah. And then she's oh, what kind of dog is it? And then he said, you know, it's a Cavalier. And then she's like, um, oh, I've never heard of that kind of dog. What color is it? Is it gray? And then my husband pulled out his – What I, color is it? Is it gray? That's what I'm saying. It's like someone is shooting <laughs> shooting bullets at their feet. Like make conversation, <laughs> make conversation. And that's the best she could do. Ask him if the dog's gray. But Daniel pulled out his phone and started showing her pictures. And I was like, oh, you're falling for it. Uh, She's just uh, making conversation. Sure. I imagine that there's like a training session mm-hmm. where uh, there's one of those, you know, one of those kind of 50-ish uh, white dudes in a Hawaiian shirt that is the store manager or assistant manager. Always has a box cutter in his hand. And then <laughs> there's a young khaki shorts 30ish punk rocker chick mm-hmm. who's at the uh who's working the thing and she's just in training you know she's new and someone brings up the the faux customer brings up his dog and then the woman says oh uh what kind of dog is that they say oh you know it's a springer spaniel and then the woman says what color is it and this klaxon goes off. There's a couple seconds mm-hmm. of silence, and this sure. klaxon goes off. <laughs> Somebody starts ringing that bell, and the trader goes ding, 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 ding. And the manager comes in, and he says, God damn it. You're supposed to ask if it's gray. Get out of my sight. Then it walks off, never works at Trader Joe's. She yeah. did have that sort of – she had fear in her eyes. Maybe that shit would fly at Gelson's. <laughs> Right. Not here. At Gelson's, they probably ask if your goddamn dog is blue. <laughs> There's no such thing as a blue dog. <laughs> it's anarchy over there at Gelson's. <laughs> they have multiple brands of the same product at Gelson's. <laughs> but in weird European sizes that they charge you more for. <laughs> Where does Gelson's get the size of its things? Anyway, I don't know if Gel- Gelson's is a national chain. It's probably not it's a probably national not. chain. Andronico's it would be in San Francisco. <laughs> We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Allison Rosen, generally delightful. She is. <laughs> That's true. It's true. It does what it says <clears throat> on the package, ladies and gentlemen. Few people more delightful than the great Allison Rosen. We mentioned uh, in the very top of the show, it's Max Fun Drive. It's Max Fun Drive time, baby. Woo! I'm so I, excited. I don't like referring to the listener as baby. I don't want to, I don't want it. It seems diminutive. Okay. It's Max Fun Drive di- Wait, I got to, can I ramp up to it again? Mm-hmm. It's Max Fun Drive time again, Admiral. What about this? And just I take note of the tone, too, but also the wording. Okay. <clears throat> It's Max Fun Drive time, Daddy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Daddy. I like that. What if the theme for this drive yeah. was the creepiest drive ever? <laughs> it just make people feel real uncomfortable, that's the way but also people, kind of aroused. That's the way to get people to open their wallets. You mm-hmm. creep them out a little bit. Hi, Daddy. <laughs> you go for the ask. Hey, Daddy. Pull out your wallet. <laughs> Baby needs num-nums. <laughs> Is that our slogan for this year? Baby needs num-nums? <laughs> I do like numbers. num-nums. <laughs> No, baby needs num nums is numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, wait, is num nums numbers? <laughs> That's important. 
<laughs> we should define num nums as it relates to numbers. I think num nums num nums is uh, adjective. I find the noun num nums to be adjective numbers. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I can go with that. Does that make Does that make sense? Sure. Num nums are numbers. How about this? Okay. <laughs> hey, it's Max Fun Drive time, Meemaw. <laughs> to make you seem like a respected grandparent. Yeah, like I like that. Yeah, or it's Max Fun Drive time, Pop Pop. Sure. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Regardless of how we address the, we audience, called my mom's mom Gan Gan. <laughs> okay, you want to try that out? Yeah. It's Max Fun Drive time, Gan Gan. <laughs> Can you do it like in an even smokier, sexier voice? No, that's as smoky and sexy as my voice gets. Can I try? Yeah, please. Allison Rosen probably has the sexiest voice here. What do you, can you do smoky? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Um, I'm, it's me, Jordan Morris, total fuck machine. <laughs> <laughs> Women can't resist me. Chuck out my balls. <laughs> Did you say choke on or check out? I said check on. I wish I had said choke on. Oh, how I wish I said choke on. <laughs> All right, let me. Try. It's Max. Okay, your line is. I'm not gonna give. Gonna, your line is oh, check out Jordan's balls. <laughs> I'm not gonna give you a reading on this. I'm just gonna give you the text. Okay. 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 It's uh, it's Max Fun Drive time. Gam gam. It's Max Fun Drive time. Gam gam. That's good. Yeah, it was good. I'm aroused. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, once a year, we at MaximumFun.org ask you to support the shows that you love, including Jordan Jesse Go. It's how we make our living. Mm-hmm. Look, we're not living high on the hog on proflowers.com money like uh, like Allison Rosen over here. Allison Rosen doesn't have to worry about anything. She's got a gold Cadillac. I can attest. It seems pretty sad around here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Allison. Sure. You're welcome. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, this is uh, this is how we make our livings, and how we pay for Brian, pay for pay the rent, pay for the microphones. All of that stuff comes from your direct support. And uh, we, yeah, once a year is the only time when we check in, and ask you to go to maximumfund.org/slash/donate and do it. Apparently, there's prizes and incentives too. Oh yeah, let's talk about the prizes and incentives. So here's the deal: there's a donation level for any donor. If you're, as always, the Jordan Jesse Go rule applies. If you do not have a job, you are freed from the obligation to donate. I'm out. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> everyone else is on blast. Sure. I'm putting everyone oh, wow. else on blast. Okay. Mm, I'll put them on notice. Sure. And then if they As don't the drive notice, goes on, I may have you to can upgrade them. to blast. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's a donation level for any uh, for any. Uh, person out there, any level of income, there's a way that you can support MaximumFun.org. Um, let's talk about the prizes. Number one, five bucks a month, you get the bonus content. There's a new All Question Jordan Jesse Go that we put out there. If you want to talk, if you want to hear us answer personal and intimate questions about ourselves and our lives, and be delightful and hilarious in the process. It's a lot of fun. I don't mind if I say so. It's a lot myself. of fun. Uh, you can, uh, you'll want to get this bonus content. And there are also a bunch of other bonus Jordan Jesse goes. There are some uh, Riff Track style short films that we made. Uh, there is now over yeah. 50 hours of bonus content in the donors. So if you have not pool. donated yet, yeah. if you're a new donor, you get all of this stuff that we've been banking over the years for subscribers. Yeah, exactly. At $10 a month, you get that plus 
you get a drive-exclusive tote bag designed by none other than Sonny D himself, Brian Fernandez. It is really cool. It's great to take whether you're going to Albertsons, Gelson's, uh, the Super Vons, John's, Smart and Final. Um, it is Piggly a, Wiggly. It features the MaxFun rocket ship in the form of a word cloud featuring the names of all the MaxFun shows and other phrases and catchphrases associated with MaximumFun.org. Brian put it together. It is really neat. I feel like that should be more than $10. I know, right? Giving Doesn't it, it seem away. like it should it, be more? Really? For that, for a tote bag like that with and a word cloud? And you get the cloud? bonus content, too? I know. Give me a break. If you were to buy that bonus content. <laughs> going broke content. over here. No wonder you have a gold Cadillac and we don't. <laughs> $20 a month is oh, – this one is really good. It's called the in-flight power pack. Mm-hmm. It's not just for in-flight. It's for any kind of traveling. Well, we know that our audience is jet setters. Anybody who's a jet setter or has an on-the-go I mean, Because they all live in L.A. and work in Hollywood. There's, sometimes they got to go out to New York. <laughs> right. Exactly. Or sometimes you got to go to Cannes. Sure. Sometimes you got to go to what I call the flyover country. What sure. they call the sure. flyover country. You Contemptuously. Gotta, sure. <laughs> uh, just think here's, – here's a good test to determine if you have an on-the-go lifestyle. Um, does yogurt sound inconvenient to you? Do you wish it came in a squeezable tube? (laughs) (laughs) If so, you have an on-the-go lifestyle. What do you get, Jordan? Uh, mobile device charger. That's like a super battery for your phone. A collapsible water bottle. That's like a special water bottle that you can, like, roll up and put in the pocket of your backpack when you're getting on the airplane and you fill it up when you get past TSA. You gotta, gotta, gotta stay hydrated. You also get kidney stones. Yeah, that's a good point. Jordan's had those. No fun. No. Uh, antibacterial wipes for hands or junk. What a tragedy it would be if people didn't support us and then they got kidney stones. I would hate that. And it could happen. It could happen. Will happen. It is likely to happen. Yeah. And of course, a pair of pilot's wings. Yeah, like a like you would get when you visit the captain. Yeah, it, not the Super NES game pilot wings. This just is, to be clear, this is literally the only legal way for someone above the age of twelve to get a set of pilot's wings. Otherwise, the only thing you're going to have to wait for a twelve-year-old on your flight to visit the captain, and then, then shove him down. Their yeah, sure. Their seat. Yeah. Uh, $35 a month, you get a pair of rocket-engraved shot glasses. Engraved, not printed. Mm-mm. We're running a classy operation here. <laughs> at hundred dollars knocking back shots. At $100 a month, <laughs> uh, you get membership in the Inner Circle, uh, the monthly culture club. Jordan, have you ever recommended something for the Inner Circle yet? I've done two. Okay. What, what, do you remember what you did? Uh, yes. I think for the first time, uh, this is something where you get a little uh, book or CD or DVD from, uh, from a MaxFun host. Exactly. Every month, a MaxFun host picks a new thing thing to send you in the mail or in your email digitally, um, movies, songs, books, DVDs, etc. I think uh, the first time I did it, I did uh, uh, the great uh, Karen Russell book, Vampires in the Lemon Grove, Mm -hmm. uh, which is one of my favorite recent books that I've read. It's uh, really cool short stories. And I think uh, this most recent time I did the uh, first trade paperback of a cool comic called Sex Criminals. Oh, yeah. That is a great that is a great comic. I've enjoyed that comic. Tons of fun. I I believe I sent out a book called The Big Con, which Mm -hmm. is a history of the culture of con men. Uh, that is one of the funniest, most wonderful, amazing things ever. Anyway, a new Max Fun host every month picks something out for you if you join at the $100 a month level. And if you kick it up to $200 a month, the Platinum Angels, uh, you get free registration at Max Fun Con 2016, which, by the way, Max Fun Con sold out in like three weeks or something uh, this time around. Uh, 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 free registration at Max Fun Con. That's no joke. Pretty good. That's no Pretty joke. Pretty good. Anymore. Anyway, here's the thing. Pretty good, Daddy. More. <laughs> <laughs> you out there, Daddy? Me. Here's the moral. Sure. 
here's the moral of the story for all <laughs> you gam games out there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's not about at what level you support MaximumFun.org. It's about if you enjoy this show, if you enjoy other shows at MaximumFun.org, it's that you support it. Are we talking about our secret project if we get enough donors? Let's introduce the secret project in the next okay. lunch break. Sure. I'm, uh, we'll tease a, it. We'll tease it. We're working on a secret project if we get enough donors, and we're going to talk about it in the next pledge break. Is the next pledge break going to happen while I'm still here? Because now I want to know. Yep. Yeah. Don't worry. Oh, good. We'll do it while <clears throat> you're still here. Great. Um, but yeah, the, the moral of the story here is that what really matters to us is that you support MaximumFun.org. If you listen to Jordan Jesse Go or you listen to Jordan Jesse Go and other Maximum mm-hmm. Fun shows, um, they need your support to continue to exist. Um, you know, this really is how we make our living, and uh, we're very proud to do it, and we're very proud to work for the people that support our shows. So go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Don't hesitate to do it, and, you know, sign up. This money comes out of your bank account automatically. It's no, it's a total breeze. Uh, you can cancel it whenever you want to. It's like the easiest thing in the world, and every time you listen to one of these shows, you'll know, like, hey, I made that happen. So MaximumFun.org slash donate. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne. I'm the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Allison Rosen, generally delightful. I know I said that before, but I just want to expand on that. You know sure, those people please. that are like an right. acquired taste? Mm-hmm. That's not me. I'm for everyone. Right. <laughs> but everyone might not be as into me as they, you know, the people who are like super into the the spicy mustard version of someone, like they're super sure. into them. Right. Everyone can tolerate me, and that's what I'm going for. There is a You're like really a, a primetime CBS show. Exactly. <laughs> There's a really narrow band of America that has any interest in us whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Although, Jordan, you've gone on Allison's show and received generally positive uh, responses to it. So. I, exclusively Yeah, let's positive. say exclusively. I would, unless let's, there's something I don't know. Because when Jordan comes on, Oh, yeah, we put a filter on your phone. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. No wonder I keep yeah. asking him back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone loves him. They there's love a certain swath of the listeners who think that I'm fake and gay. Right. Anyway, but we you I you're not seeing those. Them. You're not seeing those. I guess I'm not. It's the filter. Fake and gay. Fake and gay. Yeah. Fake because you're not being your true gay self or just no, you're fake. gay and it's you're two separate inauthentic. Issues. Yeah. <laughs> they think he's gay, mm-hmm. um, which is a way that uh, like teens mm-hmm. and tweens and uh, mouth breathers mm-hmm. and so on express displeasure at anything. Sure. sure. It's a sort of general term of displeasure uh, right. used by the Internet generation. Sure. Uh, and specifically, and of course, Kid Rock, sort of the slime of the internet. Generation. Sure, um, of and then fake uh, is just people. A lot of people think that um, you know videos of Jordan can't possibly be real. Sure, that they've been shopped, or yeah. you know that that eagle really didn't steal my baby. Picks, he or did. It didn't happen. Sure, yeah, that sort of thing. Right, right. Yeah, no, I remember. Around the time everyone started accusing everyone of being fake is also the time that everyone used the word random way too frequently. Yeah, At least in sure. my school. Yeah. And this is like seventh grade. It's not yeah, I feel like I feel like I haven't heard thank God I have not heard random as much as I used to. But yes, oh, no, random. they're saying you're random. You're fake gay and random. Oh no, I'm random. <laughs> no, I don't want to be random. I heard you were fake on steroids and random on crack. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. That's what I heard. That's the worst. This is, these are the worst things to be. I know. Talk to the hand. Ugh. You well, know? anyway. Leave a message at the wrist. <laughs> um, but when people come on my show, I mean, no, sorry, when Jordan, not people, when Jordan comes on my show, people do minus. You have people other than Jordan on your show? I do. <laughs> huh. I do. Hmm. But minus the ones who think you're fake, gay, and random sure. are so into him that they want him to replace the other people that come on my show when he's not there. <laughs> we to lead a coup. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't your husband go on your show sometimes? <laughs> yeah. Do they want you to get divorced and marry Jordan? <laughs> I'm sure they wouldn't mind. Oh, it would be a Jordan. horrible life, Allison. It'd be a terrible life. Let me stop you if you were considering it. I know. There'd be Don't. no palm oil in the house. I'm gonna ta- yeah, I'm going to talk you off of it. <laughs> just for Even if it was just for show business purposes, sort of Beyonce and Jay-Z style. Right. Don't do it. Yeah. Not worth it. Not for, not for the ratings? You can do better. Like who? Greg Fitzsimmons. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, you know. that's great. Probably go go with Greg, Greg Proops. Any of the Greg, Greg Proops. Proops. Bobby Slayton, the pit bull of comedy. Yeah, get Bobby Slayton, the pit bull of comedy. Dom Herrera. Dom Herrera <laughs> would be much better. Dom DeLuise. I mean, Eddie Pepitone. Yeah, Jimmy J.J. Walker. Mm-hmm. There's only that a- would be dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> a dynamite pairing. Sure. Wait, can I change what I just said? Yeah, go ahead. You I can hear he's dynamite in the sack. Let's get some. Let's get some alts on that. Thank you. Let's get some alts on that good times joke. <laughs> that was good, but yeah, it was just, just for safety. Sure, sure, yeah. You want to have some options in the editing room. Look, when you're the voice of the millennial generation, mm-hmm. if you're not sneaking some good times references <laughs> yeah, into right. show. I think that is actually the most 1978 thing that's happened on the show so far. <laughs> that's right. So. Wait until I get my mod stuff in. <laughs> Has anybody been binge-watching BJ and the Bear? <laughs> I love binge watching. You know, Love Boat is actually back on. Is it? I don't know what I forget what channel it is, but I was DVRing it for a while. Isn't so, isn't that? I believe that's on the Hospice Care channel, <laughs> the Close to Just, Death channel. I wondered what that beeping was. There is the Drain Drain <laughs> Circling Network. There is just some sort of network now that shows like Perry Mason and Love Boat. Love Boat, like things like that. The really, yeah. Like the TV Rewind Network or something? Kind of, yeah. Maybe what Nick at Night used to be. I think Nick at Night is just George Lopez now, right? I haven't tuned in in a while, but that sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, good for George Lopez. Sure. Let's give him him Nick at Night. Yeah. What he can do with it. He can buy more medical marijuana lotion to rub on himself. (laughs) Wait, what? Yeah. (laughs) Medical marijuana lotion? Yeah. So he's always rubbing it on himself, said a co-worker who used to work with him. Wow, that's great. Yeah. That, does that work? That goes uh, into the skin? I don't know. Yeah. It, I mean, surely a medical marijuana dispensary is, would never sell you a bad Something bill of goods. That, no, I right. mean, first and foremost, they're healthcare professionals. Sure, right, exactly. These are Above all that. These are doctors. Yeah. Have you ever been to one? Doctors feel goods. Oh, Jordan has a personal I have a, I have a, I have a card, yeah. You do? No, my place closed down. My oh, butt right. tender's yeah, gone. Your butt tender's but, gone. I've been oh, seeing no. some other bud tenders. Nothing's like taken so far but you know we're we're just hanging out and having fun it's not you know we don't want to put a label on it lately i've been considering (laughs) medical marijuana for medical purposes (laughs) i've never used marijuana recreationally what uh i don't know though it seems weird it seems like why would you use medical marijuana not as a trick I think that people do use it for – I mean, I think it isn't actually a helpful thing in some situations. Oh, sure. No, yeah. I, I agree. But, I mean, even in those situations, I feel like those people still kind of get to feel like they're getting over. Sure. 
like certainly it helps if you have nausea is a big one. <clears throat> uh, I mean, I guess it helps with glaucoma. <laughs> sure. No, but gen- you know, uh, chronic pain conditions mm-hmm. certainly. But like, uh, if you're tired of not being high, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If movies aren't funny enough, <laughs> yeah, I feel like those are the like at least they go into the doctor. They're like, look, I'm on this medication that makes me really nauseous. I have a hard time keeping food down, and I'm not high. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's both things, mm-hmm. sure, right? Because there are anti-nausea medications, right. that don't get you high, right? In fact, I was with um, someone. I, I went to a, an appointment with an oncologist with someone who had cancer. I was sort of helping her out, and she brought up THC Congratulations. pills. Congratulations! Oh, thank you very much. I see. I am a good person. Mm-hmm. Uh, she brought up THC pills, and the doctor said the problem with those is that people don't like the side effects, like mm-hmm. the getting high. Yeah, but I that, mean, that's the thing. I don't really want to get high. Uh, the you're afraid it'll be too rad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm afraid. It can that get I'll, random though. Yeah, I'm you might get a little bit random. Like, what if I let my hair down? Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's the last thing I want. What if oh, I start yeah. dancing? Oh, mm-hmm. boy. You know yeah. what I mean? These yeah. are all possible. It'll infringe upon your job as a librarian. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So wait, what are you considering taking? I have mig- I get migraine headaches. Oh, right. I remember that. Yeah, I get really bad migraine headaches. And um, they've been so frequent the last few months that I can't always take my – like the migraine medication for my migraines uh, it causes problems where you get more migraines if you take it too frequently. And so that's the worst side effect. I know, isn't that horrible? But that's what they want. I know. They need more yeah, medication. big pharma, <laughs> big migraine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like if yeah, right. It's like if there was a a birth control pill that got you pregnant. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just got a real short list of things to try that are left. Medical marijuana is on there. I want to go to like they have in Los Angeles. They have ones that are like so because f- I don't care how much money it costs. Mm. I got a gold-plated Cadillac. Oh, sorry. Oh. I stole your gold-plated Cadillac. Oh, boy. <laughs> I had one. You're going to want to call a gold Uber to get home, Allison. <laughs> a goober? <laughs> G-U-B-E-R. Umlaut. A goober. A goober. They have, like, a medical marijuana dispensary that's, like, that's like so fancy. It's, like, nice inside, right? Yeah, I mean, there's the all... there's by my house are mad scary. Yeah, there there's are... just huge dudes with face tattoos standing outside with their arms crossed. I mean, it, it <laughs> runs a gamut. I mean, there's some that are, that yeah, look like, you know, they, uh, yeah, they look like they were designed by Mumford and & Sons. And... Do you think it's possible to find <laughs> a medical marijuana dispensary where if I went there, uh, they would actually know what kind of marijuana I should use for migraines. I think the dudes – Like, for example, sure. is there such a thing – I know that there's a lot of fake marijuana doctors. Sure. Are there any actual marijuana doctors? That's a great – yeah, God, I don't know if you could go to one – if you could go to just your healthcare provider and say, I've been... I've wondered that. Like, could I just ask you my doctor? Try. Yeah, try it. Yeah, that would be weird. I, I wonder what would happen. Yeah, I don't know. What, uh, what about it? Can a nurse practitioner do it? What if my nurse practitioner writes the prescription and then my doctor signs off on it? That's usually how it works. The guy, the guy that I got my license from was a very kindly older man who seemed pretty legit. Uh-huh. I think you... It's something that doctors do for extra money. See, that's interesting because when I went to the clinic with uh-huh. this, the aforementioned person who sure. uh, has cancer that I mentioned before, hence aforementioned, <laughs> third trip, third trip around this fourth, <laughs> here we go, fifth, um, we went to a marijuana dispensary hey, and- A fourth trip. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, 
the doctor guy who ran it, it was like out of a movie. He was stoned, I'm uh, sure. Ha, ha. And ha, he was in bare feet. He was <laughs> <laughs> And his wife. His office was, had a beaded curtain that you had to part before going into it. It had a lot of like velvet drapes and stuff. Sure. And then his wife, who was the nurse there, had gigantic breasts. Yeah. The aforementioned jugs. Sure. Oh, there. Sixth time. <laughs> jugs. I'm jugs. A, you say. I'm in an aforementioned K hole. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and she looked like she should be on the cover of a Blink One Eighty Two album. Or something. Uh, this was in Orange County. Yeah. But the whole thing. Sure. Smacked was of Orange County. The least legitimate. It was in Irvine, actually, which oh, is very. Well, that's oh, Orange you, County. Yeah. It is, but it's not super. It's not like Huntington Beach, which is the most Orange County. Yeah. Orange Here's County. The thing, Although I think like, that I think that's. No, you're right. Okay, go ahead. I think I feel like the medical marijuana dispensary by my house is called No Knives. Okay. Although that might just be the biggest sign on the Yeah, outside. sure. They're just probably warning people against bringing knives. No shirts, no shoes, no service. <laughs> no, no I, ball think caps. I think they'll ser- serve you if you don't got no shirts and no shoes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think they'll serve you. Especially if you got those big jugs out. Huh? I think they, they insist on a head tattoo. Mm. Not right. just a face tattoo, but a full, <clears throat> that kind of... You know, across the top of the – that just shows a picture of you murdering someone. Mm-hmm. That's the kind that I'm talking about. But, yeah, about. I think if you went to – I think if you went to like a Sherman Oaks uh-huh. or that part of Venice where everyone is riding Vespas, uh-huh. there would be a super fancy place that looks like it could be a, you know, artisanal cocktail bar or something. That The famous Slater-Kinney Boulevard? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Slater-Kinney Boulevard. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and I think there – I think – and I think the dudes who work at those things, like, they want nothing more than to be taken seriously. Right. So I think that they have boned up. Like, this, these are probably guys who, you know, <laughs> have have no other skill set, but they know so much about the cultivation of marijuana because – I think because they would like to be taken seriously. So I think you could probably have a good experience if you just found the right spot. Is it true that different strains of pot have different effects? Because I've heard that that's not true. Uh, I mean, I've noticed, I've noticed things. I'm not enough of a pot smoker to like notice the nuances and things like that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I have noticed things have different effects. But yeah, I don't know if it's just like, oh, I was more tired, or I did it on an empty stomach. I don't really know what to mm-hmm. attribute it to. But yeah, I'm worried I, that at this point, I'm so old <clears throat> and square that I'm going to have what they call a Maureen Dowd experience. <laughs> uh, like the New York Times columnist who uh, complained that marijuana got legalized because she went and used some and thought she was going to die. <laughs> I think if you just say that I have not smoked it before, give me something moderate. And definitely like maybe don't eat anything. Don't mm-hmm. eat an edible because that's just super just hard to control. Salve. Yeah, and I said, get some, get some George Lopez lotion. <laughs> you know what? I don't. Some Lopez salve, lotion. Can I get some salvia? Yeah. Yes. I mean, I think you should probably take salvia for your migraines. <laughs> right. <laughs> for your first down. time. I want to. I want to <clears throat> disassociate from my identity. Yeah. I want to feel like I'm not a human. Meet the devil and have four seconds last an hour. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, perfect. Yeah. Problem solved. Problem solved. Allison Rosen. Well, okay, so you recently struck out on your own. Yes, I did. With your podcast, Allison Rosen is, is your, your new, new best, best friend. friend. I, both Jesse, I don't know. I would qualify it as a strikeout. I think it was a home run. Thank you, Jordan. Yeah. Thank you, Jordan. I misspoke. You Thank recently home run on your own. With <laughs> Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That's how right. Are, how are you feeling? I feel good. You I got feel this good. great relationship with Jordan. 
Yes. I hear wedding bells. <laughs> right. Sorry, Daniel. Well, if I could get if I can get Bobby Slayton out of the picture, <laughs> the bulldog of comedy. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough to get the bulldog of comedy out of the picture. He locks his jaw. Sure. Well, it's a good thing I keep this long <laughs> strand of sausages with me at all times. I just toss those into traffic. Especially now that you know how they're made. No, sure. no. <laughs> yes, Jordan, I do know how they're made. That only works on Marmaduke, the Marmaduke of comedy. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm fucked. <laughs> okay, so so yes, what are we looking at? Three months? Yes. Well, so I, I feel as if I should fill in the story for people who don't know. Okay. I, I used to be uh, on the Adam Carolla show for four years, and then around... December 29th or thereabouts. Let the record state that as you said the Adam Carolla show, your eye twitched. Did it really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uncontrollable eye twitch. Is that true? Yes, it is. Well, something interesting. <laughs> it was amazing. Something interesting happened. It could just be that you're tired. On Right, but what Jesse is suggesting is that the fatigue hit me right as I said uh. that. <laughs> I had this crazy coughing fit on my show, uh, the one that came out on Thursday. I was making this whole big proclamation about how I feel like I've gotten away from who I have been or who who I am in that I've allowed myself to become concerned about how things I say are going to be taken, specifically regarding what we're talking about, the Adam Carolla show, my experience on there, my experience with having been fired over email, which is what happened on December 29th. And I've really been doing this dance of, you know, talking about it a little bit, but trying to not talk about it that much. Meanwhile, you know, he was just on Howard Stern and Howard Stern and Robin asked him about me. And then it was brought up on the wrap up show. And like every time, I mean, Adam keeps talking about it, whether he, I don't think he wants to. I think when it gets brought up, I think he's like, why, why won't this go away? But it's like, it won't go away because a lot of people are still like, what the fuck happened? We had a relationship with her for four years and now suddenly she's gone. And so it's just, you know, people are very, um, people who are devoted listeners don't take these things lightly, which, Thank you. I get you know. I appreciate that. But so anyway, I know Loth Reaper takes this very seriously. Sure, he's a guy on Reddit. Yeah, <laughs> who Reddit. loves your show? Reddit goes. Oh, well, I love that. I love anyone who loves my show. Sure. Yeah. But so anyway, I was I was talking about how I had this epiphany, and I'm just not going to censor myself anymore. And then I had this crazy <laughs> coughing attack, and I could not catch my <laughs> oh, breath. Wow. Yeah, and like my eyes were watering, hmm. and I had to you know pull away from the mic, and other people had to take over, but. I've been I was a little bit sick the weekend before so I thought well maybe that's why it happened but other people have suggested much like where my uh eye twitching hmm. no it was probably your emotions that got the best of you that caused the cough attack or god I don't know Sure but anyway uh, or gods or god <laughs> right. could have let's a, not let's not exclude our polytheistic friends sure right let's not could but, have been a demigod like maybe <laughs> sure. Zeus fucked a cow yeah, and then it could have been Kronos. <laughs> All they were up to really yeah. was it making did. your eye yeah. twitch. It did feel like the hand of someone who's half man, half beast, mm-hmm. sure. but also because you know you know how Zeus uh, like controls events on the ground and he throws uh, lightning bolts or like Aphrodite has the powers over love and so on and so forth. Uh, like, if you're only a demigod, the best you get is, like, I twitch. Sure, you can make someone hosting a podcast cough. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm the, I'm the demigod of restless leg syndrome. Sure. Yeah. I would seriously pray to the god of facial twitchiness. <laughs> I, that's the thing. I feel like – here's the thing. I So to answer your question, yeah. things have been going really well. I mean, I really didn't miss a beat. I 
you know, was able to start recording in my dining room. We've been jokingly calling it Dining Room Studios, but the shows have been really good, and I'll get into that in a minute. And, you know, I found, like, a new crew and a new producer, and everything has just been going really well. So I've really been like, wow, this is just... I mean, obviously, there's the mixed feelings about sure. what happened and the frustration and the, you know, feeling um, betrayed in a way by some aspects of it. But for the most part, I've been like, I'm fine, I'm great, I'm doing so well. But when I see any video of myself, I'm like, but I am twitchy as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I feel like the anxiety is just causing all this facial twitchiness. And the more I talk about it, now it's become like when you talk about what is the appropriate amount of eye contact to make? And then you become super aware of everywhere your eyes are going. Now I'm very aware of all my facial muscles. But yeah, it's like I almost have facial twitchy Tourette's. You're going to need to get rid of it. You're going to need some body work. (laughs) <laughs> like, let's get Allison Rosen up to Santa Cruz. Get some physical health practitioners. Yeah, you know, oh. get get a stone massage. I thought you meant like a like a new aligned. coat of paint. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, Could you hammer out these facial dents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Someone We're did. We're gonna off- get you a clear coat. We're gonna get you an undercoat <laughs> sure. to prevent rust. <laughs> Have you thought about doing something holistic like that? Getting some acupuncture or. No, you know. someone did offer me a free session of Reiki. Okay. But not because of the twitchiness. Mm-hmm. Because or, they hope to promote their Reiki services. Exactly. Sure. You know, a lot of times there's a lot of energy health practitioners out there. It's hard to get your name out, especially with the, you know, the sort of moral and ethical guidelines around how much advertising you can do with Reiki, which is pretty complicated. The sure. Reiki bar yeah. really looks down mm. upon people who get too self-promotional. I've seen it happen to some of the my favorite practitioners. Yes. I'll say they don't. the energy of a major celebrity like Allison Rosen is mm-hmm. a great way to make your name. Well, Maybe that's what's already been happening. Maybe they're manipulating my energy. Oh, <laughs> oh no. And that's why oh, I've sure. been twitching. Have, people, have sure. there been people behind you waving their hands and going, <laughs> Yeah. They said, don't pay attention to us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, we are that, definitely that not sabotaging you. Right. you. know, You know the old saying, oh, okay. never trust a Reiki mask. Yeah. 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 I do. That's why they teach you that in school. <laughs> right. Remember when Nancy Reagan was all about never trust a yeah. Reiki master? Mm-hmm. Just say no to Reiki. Yeah. To free Reiki. Exactly. It was her and Mr. T, as I recall. Sure. <laughs> there was that rap about it. Yeah, I'm a millennial. Mm-hmm. Jesse Thorne, millennial. <laughs> but watch out. Don't anger them, even if you do see that they might be you know, manipulating your energies. Right. Because if you catch them in the act and spook them. They could, ha- that way? they could Hadouken you. <laughs> That's the last thing you want. You don't want anything from Street Fighter no. 2 to happen to you. Uh-uh. But, I mean, most of all, the Hadouken. Yeah. Oh, well. And you don't want anything from Street Fighter 2 Championship Edition. Oh, boy. What if that That's happened? when a guy who looks like you in a, <laughs> in a different colored outfit Hadouken you. <laughs> and especially, you don't want it linked in a combo either. If that's part of a larger combo. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yuck. Anyway. What's Hadouken? Uh, nothing. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. It's in Street Fighter when they throw a fireball at you. Oh. Which I'm oh. I'm assuming is the end game of Reiki. Yeah. Is like you build up Listen, I will I'll take people I'll take people who are stressed out, I'll like, you know, help them decompress and I'll get rid of some of this bad juju, but eventually I would like to be able to throw an energy ball from my hands. <laughs> yeah. And then ultimately learn to link it in a combo. Yeah. Right. Well, it's like Tony Robbins has the whole fire walk thing. So it would make sense right. that they would. Oh, yeah. Balls, sure. You know? 
Yeah. And it's like Tony Robbins. I think Tony Robbins is a totally perfect example because you see Tony Robbins starts out initially he's working as a salesman. He's mm-hmm. working on sales seminars. Then he's working on self-improvement seminars. And eventually it's about energy murder. Sure. <laughs> and delicious baby back ribs. <laughs> Those two things. Thinking of Tony Romas. Oh, I'm thinking Tony of Tony Romas. Romas. Sorry, yeah. Anyway. Have you ever been to a Tony Robbins anything? No, I would. Yeah. I would if I was given the opportunity to go to a Tony Robbins thing that I did not have to pay money for. I would definitely go, if it was less than a day. I was given that opportunity many years ago when I worked for the OC Weekly. Mm. Um, it started at eight thirty a.m. and it was a seminar for salespeople, so I felt like it really didn't speak to me, except that I was just there as a reporter to write about it. Um, you don't have any problems closing. I don't. No. <laughs> and cold calls are sure, my, you, my yeah. strength. Absolutely. So, yeah, it was all about sort of getting people over there. And your fears. onion ring loafs are great. Thank you. That's also something that Very happens much. at Tony Roma's. <laughs> Give you that onion ring loaf, you peel them off. Oh, that sounds dip them, good. You peel hey, it off and dip it. Have you talked to Chris lately? You know, um, Ruth's Chris? <laughs> oh, he's on my shit list. Okay. Wait, are these onion rings linked like in a Hokado? <laughs> whatever it is <laughs> they are yes what's it actually uh, called Hadouken yes okay. <laughs> so it's a big clump of onion rings this is now more interesting to me than sure. anything else it's a, like a block a cube wow. and like you pull and peel and Twizzlers you, yeah uh, well, I don't know I can't picture like a blooming onion no this is a loaf okay. a blooming onion is arranged beautifully around a dip so this, this is, is like a, a loaf. clump, like someone threw onion rings at you, but they're connected. It's like Can if someone look? took thin onion rings and and formed them into a cube or a lump. So they, like it's like, it's as though they were mushed. Yeah. Is there air in between? Not a lot. Do you have to cut it with a bread the, knife? The 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 batter is very light and airy. Okay. It's not a thick batter. It's maybe similar to a tempura batter. But when you pull your onion ring. Mm-hmm. Do you get just glistening onion without the batter, or does it come with the batter come with it? That's a concern. <laughs> Definitely. That can happen. That seems like that it That sometimes would. can. Usually it, it doesn't. Like the batter would, connect, would hold on to itself, and then you'd just be pulling out Yeah, the and then, like, then making little batter sweepings. Right. And then kind Although of putting. Although that'd be fun to eat at the very end. It would be fun to eat, yeah. It's a concern with Tony Roma's onion ring loaf. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not here to say that they're perfect. I'm not here to say it's the perfect appetizer. I'm just saying it's a pretty good one. You're listening to App Talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. on my show, we now have a little jingle we play called Snack Chat. Oh. We talk about snacks so much. I should explain for people who are unfamiliar. Yes. My show on Monday, it's a one-on-one interview. And then on Thursday, it's a group show that's sort of freeform like this. Yeah. Uh, and that's the one that Jordan's been on. Mm-hmm. But, that's, but it's for everybody, not nobody. Exactly. There's a difference between that and this. (laughs) I hope I bring some bodies to your show. Yeah, sure. There's Allison. Loth Reaper's here. Sure. We already got Loth Reaper. We're we're not sweating it. So anyway, back to the Tony Robbins seminar, though. Yes, yeah, yeah. You take a mid-morning break where he tells you to... You know, get ready when, when you come back because we're going to move around. And that was my cue to go home. But <laughs> you didn't want to do push-ups. I had seen enough. Yeah. You know, I really got the vibe of it. But uh, he said he was like, you know, in the break, you know, buy my CDs or my DVDs or my all my things. And if you're asking yourself how much it costs, you should question your commitment. Mm. 
Ooh. It was very much suddenly the like infomercial sure. late Tony night Robbins hard sell. Tony Robbins knows how to overcome objections. Talk about That's on right. blast, huh? Jeez. Yeah, it really was like don't even for a second let yourself ask you know how much this is because wow. if you want to change them. Yeah, so it's kind I of feel gross. the same way because I I feel that way. I can relate to that. I, I feel that way about people going to MaximumFun.org slash donate <laughs> sure. and supporting Jordan Jesse Go. Yeah. Well, that's the good side of that coin. What, uh, like, I mean, I guess I, you know, think about that stuff and I automatically, not really knowing what it is, still kind of roll my eyes at it because I think I kind of know what kind of thing it is. But (laughs) was there any, like, nugget of something that you took away? You're like, that's good or that's real. Yes, there was something, actually. He was talking about, well, I forget exactly what he was talking about where he used what I'm about to say as the example. I think it was that people size people up right away and then whatever judgment they've made kind of they stay with. Because he was saying that think about someone that you really like or that you have a good opinion of. Sure. If they do something sort of fucked up and that was not the language he used, mm-hmm. you'll come up – you'll make an excuse for them. Sure. You'll be like, oh, they're having a bad day. Versus think about someone that you have a negative feeling about or someone that you dislike – um, if all of a sudden they're super nice to you, you'll be like, what are they trying to pull over? On yeah. me? Pull, you know, you're you're suspicious of it. Um, but I forget what exactly – this was a long time ago. I forget what sure. that was supposed to illustrate. It may just be that it was supposed to illustrate the sort of snap judgments we'll make about people or the allowances that we'll give people. But no, this the, this particular seminar was, like I said, really geared towards sales and getting people over that fear of calling people cold and stuff. So it really didn't apply to me. But I know people who've gone to the weekend seminars, um, like Maria Menounos t- t- has talked on air about how it really helped her. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I think I'm like you. I'm kind of like, I feel like, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if that's for me or not. Sure. Although I do love all sorts of self-help stuff. Oh, yeah? I do. The I've, Power of Now? I haven't read that one. Is it good? I just know that that's a name. <laughs> do you have a vision board? No, I really need to get one. Gotta I just get don't know what it board. should look like. But... <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of fun stuff we do on this show. <laughs> uh. So uh, I want to go back to you. So I feel like with your with your deal, with your, you know, you going solo in your show, like it seems like, you know, obviously it was a shitty situation, but it seems like people are talking about the show a lot. Is that a positive yes. of the whole thing? Definitely. Yeah. An unexpected, weird sort of silver lining of the whole thing sure. is that now it does seem like a lot of people are aware of the show and it does seem like a lot of people know about me and know about what happened and have reached out to me personally or have reached out to come on the show. Like people that I wanted to be guests for a long time mm-hmm. are all of a sudden available. Um, and there's actually been some interest in the press in my show, which has been been really cool. I had Richard Pryor's widow, Jennifer Lee Pryor, on my show, and she's a really interesting interview. And she talked about the upcoming Richard Pryor biopic, um, some of the casting decisions that had been made. And then she also talked about Bill Cosby. And that, the Bill Cosby stuff, because it was incendiary, is what got picked up. And it was in Billboard, Jezebel, Salon, um, Inside Edition did something on it. Howard Stern played a clip. Wow. Um, Daily Mail. So, Across the pond. Sure. <laughs> As I never, ever want to say. <laughs> Daily Mail did something in New York Daily News. It was everywhere. And that was really cool. Um, and then coming up, do you guys know who Lisa May is? She was on K-Rock. Oh, yeah, sure. She was the, yeah. And she just got, she was just let go. And 
in I actually I don't know the story yet, so I don't know if it's really similar to my story or not. But there seem to be parallels, and that the listeners are really you know outraged about it, and they want to know what happened. And so people have been tweeting to me like, "You guys have to get together, you have to talk." Uh, and so I reached out to her, and at first she didn't know whether she wanted to to give her side of the story, but she actually just got in touch to say that she does want to just tell her side of things and then be done with it and move on. And she wants to do that on my show. That's great. Which is really flattering. So she's coming on, let's see, the same, a, a week after people hear this, I assume they'll listen to it right away. Yeah, of course. A week after they hear this, she'll be on my show. So that's exciting. You have Lance Armstrong coming up as well. <laughs> that's right. I did notice on a, on a super, super much, much lighter note, I did notice that uh, – Something you said or something that James Gunn said on your show oh, yeah. got picked up by all the like, let's speculate about Marvel movies. Yes, because he came Internet on – news he, outlets. Right. That was that was exciting mm-hmm. as well. He talked a, a little bit about Guardians of the Galaxy 2 mm-hmm. and revealed some things that hadn't been revealed before. So that set the internet on fire. Sure. The whole thing takes place underwater. That's right. I don't know. Probably in space. I hear – and I'm – look, I'm a Hollywood insider. Sure. But- this isn't necessarily – but I hear the plan for Guardians of the Galaxy 2 um, is to lean on the star's charisma <laughs> and make a movie that, while ultimately not great, is perfectly pleasant. <laughs> and It'll never work. More Groot. Yeah, and more Groot. Yeah. Plus more Groot. That's just sort of – Sure. That's fan service. Mm-hmm. You know. Fans demand Groot. I demand Groot. And Rocket. Was that the raccoon's name? It was the raccoon's yeah. name. Demand Groot and Rocket. We need to. We need to. I don't think they should be in it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> They're off having another adventure somewhere. Yeah. Just more Benicio del Toro, <laughs> <laughs> mumbling and having a weird monocle. Wait, Benicio del Toro was in that? <laughs> yeah, yeah real, he was the collector. Real briefly, right? yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that guy. Old that was Benicio. A movie. Sure, I got no problem with that movie. Yeah, Benicio del Toro is a lot older than people think he is, right? I think a long time ago. I think ago, he's 90, so. Oh. Yeah. Well, then that's the exception. Yeah. I, I think he coasted on seeming younger for a while, and then it caught up with him, and now people know he's 75. One time, uh, one time my wife and I had that conversation about, like, well, if there was one celebrity, and she picked Benicio Del Toro. Really? And I was sort of like, eh, tip of the hat. That's a really good pick. Hmm. I would, did not feel jealous about it. I was just like. Yeah, that's cool. He's Benicio much, del Toro. He is much puffier. Yeah, that's true. He is puffed up. This was a considerable amount. This was he was significantly less puffy at the time. Sure. This was. But, he, well, maybe your wife. Said, I don't. I don't mean to say that puffy can't be attractive. <clears throat> Some women are puffy chasers. Don't look at me when you say that. My wife is super <laughs> werewolves. I should mention this. Oh, this was about the, the, the wolf man. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And who was yours? Um, I don't remember. Was it also Benicio del Toro? Yeah. Let's get Benicio del Toro on the on yeah. the horn. Let's see if this was if is. this was around like what who are the female who are the female hot stuffs around the time that Benicio del Toro was the male hot stuff and not a I mean I guess what Scarlett Johansson but she still is. Sure. I don't mean she's to kind s- of eternally hot. She yeah, she's made she's, she's had a, super a foxy long lady. a long run of being she's hot a stuff. Super foxy lady. You know, I mean she started when she was like 18, so Sure. Um, Anne Hathaway? No one thinks she's hot stuff, do they? Here's the thing. Like, I'm so... I really... I am a big Anne Hathaway apologist. Oh, yeah? But, yeah. But do you want to put your junk in her? Yes. Oh, please. Oh, okay. I would love to. If you could make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying you can? I feel like she'd, like, laugh really loudly the whole time. Not at you, sure. but still. No, no, at me. <laughs> she would try really hard, sure. though. 
I bet she would too. I bet. I bet she'd really give yeah, it her all. Sure. Yeah, I so, just like she did at the Oscars. She'd like shadow whoever else you're sleeping with to really get into the role. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys feel like you frequently have the experience of watching a film or television show and like <sighs> having a obviously sort of abstract and silly uh, a, an interest in the people on screen sexually? Like you're like, man, very I've got rarely. a crush on that person. I love when it happens, but it's very infrequent these days. And I don't know if that's just because I'm growing up or all of TV and film has gotten much less attractive. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it doesn't happen with movies. I feel like if I if I spend a lot of time with a TV show, mm-hmm. I will I will get kind of weirdly like <laughs> upsettingly turned on it. by someone. Right. But yeah, it rarely happens over the course of a movie. We're specifically talking about Mad Men, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh sure. Oh, Absolutely. who do you have it bad for? Oh, uh, I mean... The, Don. Yeah, Don. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The guy who has that beard now. <laughs> um, uh, no, I mean, you know, obviously, uh, you know, obviously, that's a it's a very foxy cast altogether. It really is, yeah. But, I mean, I think Christina Hendricks is the number one most yeah. attractive There's woman. There's no ever. doubt that Christina Hendricks... Yeah. I mean, look, a bunch of good-looking people on sure. that. There's no doubt about that. They did a great job rounding up some real good-looking people oh, yeah. for that program. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they really hit a home run with Christina Hendricks. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Have you ever had her on? I think she – does she do the rounds of podcasts? I've never I've – never I think she has she, like a social media blackout. She's one of those I'm uh, too classy for social media she, people, she, which is great. Yeah, she does also does not do NPR because we have tried to get her on my sure. classy public radio program and failed. Who doesn't do NPR? Christina Hendricks apparently. Wow. She's concerned about her mystique. John Hamm only does podcasts, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. Trying to get that guy on my NPR show for wh- however many years Mad Men's been on mm-hmm. eight. I think you just have to run into him at a Doug Love movie. Doug Love's movie, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you just hang around Cine Family long enough, or real, real <laughs> run into John Hamm, out. and you can just ask him. Yeah, I've never run into him. Not that I hang out at Cine Family all the time, but it seems like you know in this town, I, If you stay here long enough, you I've had run several. Into him. I've had several. He's really? always at Little Dom's. Yeah, uh, Adam so. Scott. That's my handsome guy. That I run into. Oh, yeah. God bless him. He's wonderful. Delightful guy. Mm-hmm. You know who the last person that I felt that movie star crush on sure. was, though? And I'm upset to find out that I don't think I would enjoy him in real life. Mm-hmm. Maybe I would. Hugh Grant in Notting Hill. Huh. I have a crush on Hugh Grant. I mean, if you if you don't have a crush on Hugh Grant, you're barely human. Mm. Agreed. Uh, what, what makes you think, I mean, other than his famous prostitution scandal, what makes you think that you wouldn't like him? Or is that it? Is it just the, the cloud of that? He has a reputation that... for being a prince of a guy. He doesn't. I think that he has a reputation for being one of Jon Stewart's least favorite guests on The Daily Show. Okay. He did not, apparently didn't. I don't, I don't know what it was. I don't know. He's on some kind of star trip, I guess. I don't know. But I feel like I could tame him. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if someone told me Hugh Grant doesn't bathe. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's okay. probably true. So that's not product in his hair. Yeah. Fair enough. Just pure, pure filth. Film. Very early in dating Daniel, who, mm-hmm. whom I now am married to, he got this thing this in his is, head. This uh, is Daniel Striped Tiger. <laughs> From, is that correct? Yes. Yeah. From... I don't Mr. know. Rogers? I don't Daniel know. Striped Tiger? Oh, Mr. sure. Rogers? Yes, oh, exactly. Yes. I was just going with it. But I love that reference. Thank you. There was also X, right? X the, the owl. owl. 
and um, Henrietta Pussycat. Mm-hmm. And Lady Elaine, was that her sure. name? Sure, Lady Elaine Fairchild. Yeah, and King Friday. And King Friday. And Lady Mr. L- McFeely, which is such a weird thing to name someone on a show for kids. Yeah, McFeely. yeah, he probably couldn't do that uh, now. What Mr. was all Mc- the Mr. McFeely? By the way, was uh, Mr. Rogers' brother-in-law. I didn't know that. Yeah. I feel like we could sit here for 45 more hours and you'd have more and more Mr. Rogers factors. We were talking about your husband, Daniel. Hmm. Striped Tiger. Right. So very early on in our relationship, he was convinced that I had it bad for Nick Kroll. Mm-hmm. Oh. And he began to get a little bit of a, like, a weirdness around Nick Kroll, who I think is hilarious. And sure. I think what happened is I had mentioned that Nick Kroll – I think Nick Kroll was really funny. Mm-hmm. But what he heard was Nick Kroll is my dream man and you aren't. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I think suddenly he was – it was very – it was weird because – It was the classic couple at a comedy show reaction. Sure. What is that? Uh, if the woman laughs, uh, the man turns into a seething pile of resentment and starts heckling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Although I don't think he ever turned on Nick Kroll. It would be hard to turn on Nick Kroll. Yeah. He's yeah. a charmer and he is legitimately hilarious. Right. He invented I, Fabrice Fabrice. Yeah. I think that – I mean I th- feel like celebrity jealousy is not an effective use of emotions. I feel like <laughs> – I feel like In if you're – contrast to ordinary jealousy. Sure. Hear me out. Exactly. Here's how normal jealousy can be beneficial. I feel like, you know, the – although, you know, I guess – this is a little bit of a different situation because you could, you know, you do probably share mutual friends with Nick Kroll and, mm-hmm. you know, in a in, in a in a world you could run off with him or something, I you guess. You know what Nick Kroll's spoken for? He's dating Amy Poehler. There you go. And certainly no one ever <laughs> no one ever has any kind of sexual relationship with anyone they're not dating. Um, Wait, are you saying I have a shot? Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think I feel like if you're, you know, if your significant other is getting turned on by someone in TV and movies – just means you're going to get a good fucking. <laughs> this yeah. means you're about to, you know, you're about to really get it. Yeah. Really get it good. You I know? feel like I now need to share something that's potentially unflattering about myself so that people don't think that my husband is a jealous person because he's really not. No, yeah, Daniel was like the greatest, nicest guy. Thank you. Yes. He was, was just a funny I mean, he tolerates, tolerates this beefcake coming into his house every <laughs> once in a while to podcast, so he is clearly very secure in his manhood. Yeah, sometimes I get confused. Is that Jordan or Chris Hemsworth? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm actually Liam Hemsworth. Oh, okay, gotcha. I'm one of the. No. There's like three of those guys. There's Is three there Hemsworths. I think there's three Hemsworths. Perhaps more. Do they all exercise the same amount? I mean, I think you, <laughs> I think you have to exercise the most if you're in a Marvel movie. That uh-huh. that is the most jacked someone can be. Right. But I think they all exercise a lot. But I don't think they're that huge. They're juicing, right? The Hemsworths to get in a, if you're in a Marvel movie and you're like a, one of the big guys, sure. Like you're whatever you're. I know the right. Superman is a DC guy, but sure. like if you're if you're Superman or something, yeah. something that where you're juicing, right? I don't know. I wonder. It's that I whole Taylor Lautner from um, the, that vampire Twilight. Sure, that question. I think he's juicing. Yeah, he had to have been because he changed from like a little kid. Maybe there's also a little CGI in those situations because they're not walking around shirtless the whole movie. Just a couple of scenes, a couple of shots. When they take their shirt off, they put the ping pong balls on. Yeah, exactly. And then Andy Serkis comes in and (laughs) flexes. I bet – yeah, I think that's – I mean I think that those guys are probably legitimately jacked. But I think that there's a little – there's probably a little little movie magic there too. Now, here's another question. Sure. 
Do you think it's real or CGI when Scooby-Doo flexes his muscles and it starts to go up, but mm-hmm. then it goes down? Oh, no. That's all Scoob. Okay. <laughs> that's pure Scoob. That's pure Scoob. Alan, what, what were you about to say about yourself oh, that was unflattering? The unflattering thing about me. You go – you will, you say yours and then we'll all go around and say something unflattering oh, about ourselves. I would, I, would like to, like, I would like to know if you guys do this in relationships as well. And now I'm married. Mm-hmm. But periodically I will find myself wanting to ask a bunch of questions about his ex-girlfriend because he was in a relationship for seven years mm-hmm. that broke up a few years before he met me. Sure. And every now and then I'm like, what? I mean not like what, like how – just – I just find myself being like – like the other night I was like, did you guys go out to eat a lot? What do you usually eat for dinner? Because we were making dinner sure. in our usual dinner routine. you know. And I was, I was like, what was your dinner routine with her and blah, blah, blah. And – that never goes anywhere good, even though I don't intend for it to go somewhere bad. It just – I don't know why I periodically feel the need to um, yeah. find out about that. Interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, part of it, I think, is wanting – this was a big part of his life and I love him so I want to know more about that. But I think that that is not the whole story probably. Yeah. I mean I feel like – you know, it's it, – I feel like sometimes when I'm – Dating something that I think sounds fun to me, but I think is probably not fun to ninety percent of people. I feel the need to like. I feel like I w- I want to have a conversation where we're like having a couple of drinks and then we talk about like an amazing sexual experience. <laughs> and I feel like that is not something anybody wants to hear from someone they're dating. But I've, something about it seems kind of fun to me. Like I feel like when you talk about other dates, I mean, I feel like on you know on dates, there's always a portion where you talk about bad other dates or how bad someone was in the sack, I feel like I kind of want to hear about a time when you really got railed. My <laughs> wife and I have been together <laughs> since uh, we were uh, 17-ish. And sometimes I'm just like, I want to ask her about those middle school boyfriends. <laughs> like, what were they like? What were they like in the sack? Mm-hmm. You know? Right. How pubescent were they? <laughs> <laughs> Pre or post. <laughs> yeah. Currently pubescent. Yeah, anyway, I feel like I, I aspire to be in a relationship that's so secure where you can just talk about, like, a really, you know, super off-the-chain sexual experience you had and, like, both laugh about it or, you know. And for you, it's more that you want to hear it than that you want to share stuff? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it'll give you a little insight as to kind of what the person is into a little bit. So you can, you know, you can maybe take some notes. That should be something on uh, dating websites, you know, it's yeah. like your interests. Yeah, well, when's the time, time you, you really got railed? Got railed? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. When's the hardest you ever got railed? Anyway. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Allison Rosen, still here. Let's talk about MaximumFun.org slash donate. Let's talk about the Max Fund Drive. We have a goal of 2,000 new and upgrading donors in the Max Fund Drive. Mm-hmm. And this is basically how it works. You go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. You click on uh, whatever level you want to support the show. You type in your credit card information and whatnot. And you tell us what shows you listen to in the MaximumFun.org network. And then essentially what happens is that money then gets split evenly among those shows. It is a really simple, straightforward way of paying people uh, for their work. Uh, something we are very proud of. Um, and, yeah, it's easy for yeah. you. A lot of podcast networks fuck their hosts. Yeah. I'm not going to name any names. No. But it max- happens a lot. MaximumFun.org slash donate is the place to go. We have this goal of 2,000. And I think the 2,000 
I'm hoping we can get there. I want to add a second goal on top of it. Are you comfortable with that, Jordan? Uh, yeah, I'm comfortable with just about anything. <laughs> We're not going to have that conversation. You're Come on, tell me when you really got railed. Just oh. when you fucking got uh. huh? It was after prom. Mm-hmm. Um, 2,500. Okay. I'm going to go 2,500 mm-hmm. new and upgrading donors overall. Any show. Mm-hmm. But I'm obviously, you know, Jordan I, Jessica. Jordan Jessica. We don't not, but if you don't put Jordan Jessica on there, that's fucked. Well, you're probably some kind of asshole. Yeah, you're some asshole. I'm not going to put you on blast. But yeah, Jordan already just did. Yeah. Jordan. Do you hate listen to this show? This isn't Nashville, okay? Yeah. It's <laughs> a good program. It's a quality. Don't don't listen to this just to goof on it. Yeah. Jordan is the Hayden Panitaria podcast. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't make this Nashville. This isn't American Horror Story, people. Anyway, I'm the coach from Friday Night Lights, not his wife. <laughs> Do people hate watch Friday Night Lights? They no, like that show. But the woman from Nashville is the woman from Friday Night Lights. Oh. But you're Hayden Panettiere, so that makes sense. Yeah. But it doesn't make sense. Ah, shit. I don't know. I don't know Taylor. enough about Nashville. Well, Coach Taylor isn't on Nashville. That's a point. He was on Friday Night Lights. I just Lights. know that people so like to goof. I just All I know Nashville. is that people like to goof on it. What's that, what's that woman who's the star of Nashville? Who's I not don't Hayden actually Panettiere. know. Yeah. Connie Britton. Connie Britton. And Connie Britton's wonderful. <laughs> Probably a lot of talented people love Nashville, I'm sure. <laughs> but I just you, know that it's... you hate Nashville so I much, just George? know that people like to goof on it. People I, watch it to goof on it. I feel like... Here's my concern. I feel like there's a lot of people out there who were going to MaximumFun.org mm-hmm. slash donate. And they were thinking, man, you know what I love? Supporting my favorite shows that I care so much about. Jordan, Jesse, I love them. I love Nashville, especially Hayden Panettiere mm. and Connie Britton. Then they heard you saying that they should only donate if they hate Nashville. Because that is what you said. That's yeah. exactly your no, words. No, you know what? I didn't, I didn't think it was what I said, but now I see that it was what I said. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Well, I wrote it on this whiteboard so you could sure. see. Sure. No, thank you. And thank eyes. you for putting that because that is, I mean, it's right up there in erasable pen. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably nothing happened to it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just wanted and that's a dry erase marker. Sure. That's not. You don't have to spray special stuff on mm-hmm. that to get it off. I just want to say it that it's there for too long. Oh yeah, then you're sure. Yeah, then you're gonna want to use like point. oh, you can use just like Windex for that. You know, you don't need to buy a special you solution. Get you can just get use Windex <laughs> if you want to. Johns, yeah, Bonds, Gelson's, Andromico's, Pavilions, mm-hmm. Safeway, Publix. Pavilions, the Super King, Publix, the Piggly Wiggly. Jordan, you were saying Costco, Price Club, Smart. What? Are, what? One of the super WalMarts. Oh yeah. Listen, Same I'm sorry thing. that I said that nasty stuff about uh, Nashville. Right. Uh, I've never seen an episode. I've heard that people like to goof on it. Connie Britton's a brilliant. Actress. I just want people to know that if you've never entered a pitch segment of a podcast before, right. and I know a lot of people haven't. Right. Because there's some people out here who are you know podcast professionals, but a lot are not. Right. It's a kind of fugue state. Right. And you don't know what's going on, and you don't know what's coming out of your mouth. All you know is that periodically you involuntarily say maximumfund.org slash donate. Sure. And Nashville sucks. Yeah. These are the two things that come up a lot. It's like how people do ayahuasca and they either meet God or a specific kind of alien. So you think if we tune in to like throwing shade this week. Sure. Aaron and Brian are going to be talking about how people hate Nashville. I guarantee you. During the pledge break. They could. It's a it's an anything goes fugue state. That doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, anything goes does make sense. One time in a in a pledge break, I really got railed. Sure, I love. Was to it talk the best time it. you've been nice. railed? Yeah, oh yeah, it was a pledge break. Nice, Ooh-wee. nice. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'm buying that for. I don't know if Ono, Ross, and Carrie are going to be talking about that. I mean, any again, it's a podcast. You think the Bunker Buddies are going to be talking about that? Definitely. Do you think how many of the shows in my podcast network that I own do you think I can name? Hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, I mean, oh, ninety uh, percent. Okay, here's my challenge. And Jordan, I'm getting you. I'm putting. I'm putting you on blast here. You're getting involved. Mm-hmm. If we make it to twenty five hundred donors, mm-hmm. you listening right now, you could be a part of this. We will buy a boat on Craigslist, paddle it into the middle of MacArthur Park Lake, <laughs> and do a special donors-only episode from the middle of MacArthur Park Lake. This boat will not be checked out by any kind of nautical organization. This no, could be an unsafe not, boat. Not not the Sea Scouts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not the Sea Org. Not the Sea Org. That's exactly where <laughs> Definitely I was not headed. them. Yeah. I was trying to think of a second Sea Org, Sea-related organization <laughs> that I could say after I said Sea Scouts before sure. I said Sea Org. <laughs> I mean, we'll join the Sea Org if you don't donate. I would love to join the Sea Org if anybody's out there. <laughs> I think they would love you to join in this town. Yeah. God, I'd love to, I would love to sign any thousand-year contract. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Okay, so here's the deal. My, we will literally— My philosophy on Scientology, thetan ain't cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I put that on Twitter this week. Here's, here's, some possible, here's some possible types of boat we might buy. Rowboat, very large canoe, <laughs> uh, dinghy, mm-hmm. catamaran, steamer. Tugboat. Tugboat. A tug, uh, Chris Craft. A Chris Craft. That's another good one. A poke boat, cigarette boat, advertised in the pages of the New Yorker. Mm -hmm. Cigarette boat. Oh, let's get a cigarette boat like on Miami Vice. That would be great. Anyway, the point is, we're gonna go on Craigslist, buy a boat, put it. I I don't know. I guess on top of my wife's car. Sure. You have a you have a roof rack, right? Uh, I don't. Got stolen. Oh shoot. Okay. My yeah. We'll put it on top of my wife's car. It's got a roof rack. We'll tie it on with bungees. We'll take it to MacArthur Park Lake, a lake where you are not allowed to go in the lake in a boat, I don't think. We'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we'll bring our, and we'll bring a phone out there and we'll try and, you know, meerkat it or whatever. Sure. You know what that it's like a streaming internet streaming thing. I think this, we'll figure it out. I think it's going to be horrible. Yeah. Uh, Unsafe. I don't want to do it. Mhm. Uh, probably get sunburnt. Sure. Um, I think that's the least of your worries. It's real gross out there. Yeah. Um, I don't like boats. Mm-hmm. I'm not a strong swimmer. Um, there's a lot of reasons why I don't want to do this. So I guess my point here is don't go to MaximumFun.org slash donate or we could meet our goal. I would go there anyway. Really? Yeah, so it'll be fun. Well, I think we'll learn a lot about ourselves. Yeah. Anyway, people like you, they don't like me. Yeah. People, you're the Connie Britton of this operation. You're the Coach Taylor. That's true. I didn't watch Friday Night Lights either. <laughs> I tried. It was too sad. Yeah. Every episode was super, super some, sad. The main problem with Friday Night Lights is like some parts are really good and some parts are just terrible. And you're just like, how did this terrible thing happen in this show that used to be really good like three episodes ago? It's a real mixed bag, Friday Night Lights. Five dollars a month, 
50 plus hours of bonus content, $10 a month, you get a tote bag. $20, and all these inclusive. All these inclusive. Tons of stuff. Tons of stuff. $20 a month, you get the bonus content, the tote bag, the in-flight power pack. $35 a month, you get the shot glasses, the power pack, the tote bag, the bonus content. $100 a month, you join the inner circle and you get all of the gifts. $200 a month, not only do you get something chosen for you uh, every month by a MaxFund talent, you also get free registration for MaxFundCon. 2016. But the real reason to support this show is because you like it and you want it to continue to exist and you think that we are, you know, worthwhile professionals who should get paid for <laughs> our work. Right? Yeah. MaximumFund.org slash donate. It's super easy. And, you know, you can get on the Twitters and the whatnots. Hashtag MaxFundDrive. Put a ribbon on your thing. Sure. Goof tie around. A, tie a yellow ribbon to the old oak tree. Mm-hmm. Because um, daddy's back in town. Is how that song goes. Mm-hmm. I think it goes, because Gam Gam's back That's in it. Town. That's it. That's it. I was singing the Buster Poindexter version. <laughs> you have any closing thoughts, Jordan? Uh, yeah, no, please. Uh, please go there. Donate. We'll do a fun show from a rowboat, a potentially unsafe show. And uh, yeah, and we really appreciate it. It's very, it's very cool that people support the show because you know it's definitely the reason we do it is because people, uh, people pay for it because we're definitely you know doing the show certainly doesn't help our careers. <laughs> like <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not a benefit in any way other than that we know people love it. You like there's us hanging out with Maria Menounos. <laughs> no way. So yeah, no, it's definitely something we do because there's fans of it, and basically, you know, I think that well, you guys can't stand each other to begin with. That's oh, true. Yeah, we actually, Jesus I Christ. do this remotely, <laughs> like oh. Kevin and Bean. Right. I, I, I take mine from an island in Seattle. The real reason that I need medical marijuana is because of the nausea. Sure, <laughs> the waves of nausea that hit me anytime I have to be in a room with Jordan mm-hmm. for more than three minutes. Right. So yeah, oh, I get it. I get it. Uh, so yeah, I think that people, for some reason, think that people with podcasts get like tv deals and stuff some do we certainly don't basically no one listens to this show in the scheme of podcasting this is an unpopular show very much and questioning we... my decision to come here today. oh yeah no, no this is a huge waste of your this time is a waste of your time <laughs> you're basically talking to law threeper and he already loves your show so <laughs> yeah so yeah i mean we're not we're not doing this for any other reason other than there's fans it's not a it's not a uh, we're not yeah it's not it's not we're not going for anything larger with this show other than having people like it Rachel. Sure. There's another woman on Ratchtacular. Ratchtacular. Yeah, so you got Law Threeper and Ratchtacular. So that's pretty good. Great. I don't know. Because maybe Ratchtacular is not on board yet. Right. I don't think she knows, or he, but probably she knows of me yet. Could be a he. Yeah. Hard to say. Yeah, with those Reddit names. Yeah. Anyway. Maximumfund.org slash donate is where to go. Please just go and do it now. It's fun. It's easy. We'll be very, very, very grateful to you. Uh, We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Allison Rosen, ask me about getting railed. Well, I've got... <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind if I do. <laughs> That's a that section was... of Reddit, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> AMA. R. AMAGR. Yeah. Ask me about getting railed. Slash R slash ask Allison Rosen about getting sure, railed. Sure, yeah. It has its own subreddit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, hey, we got a we got a fourth voice in the studio. Here. Yeah, last week on the program for folks who weren't tuned in, we had one of the all time great momentous occasions. Previously, we had been big fans of a man named Van, mm-hmm. who moved from Alabama mm-hmm. to Colorado Springs. I want to say 
Aspen, Colorado. And we just found him to be a charmer. Mm-hmm. But then along the way, somehow, we sort of soured on him. Mm-hmm. But here's the good news. There's a new hero. There was a breach. A breach mm-hmm. opened up, and a young man stepped into the breach. His name was Christian, and was and is, mm-hmm. Christian from Los Angeles. Mm. I've heard of him. Uh, from Los Angeles is a hyphenated name. Mm-hmm. And his mother's name was from, her surname was from, his right. father's name was Los Angeles. It's just tricky word. when he has kids. Yeah, well, you know, if he marries, like, let's say he marries um, Sally. Not. Boston native. <laughs> then the, their kid, Rocket, Boston native from Los Angeles. Mm. Oh, is that gonna works, be confusing. Though. They're going to say, Was it, do you mean, that means they live in Los Angeles. They're out of town at the moment. They're originally from Boston. Boston native from Los Angeles. Yes. Well, yeah, that means they're in Boston currently, but they're from Los Angeles. By the way, one really fun thing that we like to do on our show is stuff you missed in high school. So this is the word problem. <laughs> sure. Part. I need to diagram this. Christian called in last week to share some wonderful news about his grandfather. Hi, Christian. Hey, how's it going? I Look, I don't want to be the guy who goes up to Bill Hader mm-hmm. and says, hey, can I talk to Stefan? Sure. But I feel like it would be a waste of all of our time if we didn't have you tell us what you learned about your grandfather live, in person, just as a kind of, you know, the way that you would go see Roger Waters do the wall. Sure. You know, it's like a legendary epical mm-hmm. moment and you just want to be there once. Oh, and do it, it in Stewie's voice, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> Christian, uh, first of all, hi, Christian. Hey. Thank you for coming in. We put out the call. Christian, mm-hmm. you're welcome to come in because we like you that much. And then Christian was nice enough to come by. Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, took off the school early just to get here. <laughs> this guy is a... This guy you go to school on Saturday? a school yes, dropout. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're playing hooky. Yeah, this what guy you, threw oh, his future away to be here with you. Yeah, uh, it was, you know, it wasn't a really bright future, so <laughs> it was pretty cool. Just what kind of school it. are we talking about? Aircraft maintenance? Yeah, aircraft maintenance. A lot of uh, you know, working on propellers and <laughs> sure, yeah, that's, that's a key thing. Landing about gear, <laughs> missiles. Yeah. yeah, I know about Absolutely. aircraft. Uh, uh, tray tables. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's three. That's <laughs> there are four different things about airplanes. <laughs> What kind of school are you in, Christian? Uh, I'm in just in uh, LACC, Los Angeles Community College. Los Angeles Community College. College. I've attended this university. Yeah, it's. I took basketball class there. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, uh, taking, by the way, taking a basketball class at a city college is a good way to get in touch with young people who care a lot more about basketball than you do. Sure. <laughs> uh, anyway, they'll uh, they'll hate you. <laughs> right. Not fast enough. Um, Christian, what did your grandfather recently tell you? Uh, well, he didn't really tell me this. Uh, <laughs> it's been there. It's I've been like, there's been like inklings of it throughout my sure. entire life. Um, I should say that my grandpa, well, like anybody else's grandpa, I don't think you would expect them to say that their favorite genre of movie is talking dog movies. <laughs> but this guy. <laughs> I'm standing up and applauding. <laughs> Now, how did it come up? Well, because 
ever since I was a kid, I could remember seeing like a lot of DVDs, not bootleg DVDs, I should say, because nobody. Like the kind you buy from a guy who has a blanket spread yeah, out in front exactly, of him exactly. over by the metro station. Yeah, exactly. That's what The people that put going. blockbusters out of work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they're the ones who did it. The blanket DVD salesman. <laughs> well, you know, that blanket DVD guy, you can also rent a Philips CD Interactive from him. Sure. You can rent a Sega Genesis. <laughs> so, yeah, they basically are the ones that put them out of work. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I would see a lot of those DVDs lying around and um, like – he uh, watches a lot of Telemundo, Univision, and stuff like that. And uh, from time to time, they play talking dog movies. <laughs> Maybe he would watch them. Um, I don't know. It, it just kind of exa- give us an example. Here. Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Oh, uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah. That, that's probably now. Do, are you sure that he doesn't just love George Lopez movies? Ah, uh, well, what other George Lopez movies are there? I think George uh, Lopez was involved in Cheech Marin. I want to say too. I don't know. I think every Latino in Hollywood was yeah, involved sure. in some capacity. Every Latino in Hollywood below a certain level of dignity. <laughs> sure. Like there's, you know, sure. Was Ava Mendez in it? No. She's very high dignity. Sure. The medium dignity. Was Charo in it? No. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was because there was no oh, Spaniards allowed. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so you, you th- does he have like a Beverly? So what about non non-Latino themed talking dog movies like is there any incredible journey or like um well because if you told me he if you just has Beverly Hills Chihuahua and then he has Stand and Deliver then he has well he's just got Latino Hollywood's greatest hits Mm -hmm. that's not that impressive (laughs) it's the specificity of talking dog yeah uh What's that? I don't know what the name of that movie is. I think it's called like Dogs versus Cats or something like that. Sure. Where it's just about mm-hmm. dogs versus cats, uh, the revenge of Kitty Galore or whatever. The sure, Dogs versus Cats, the revenge of <laughs> Kitty Galore. Yeah, it's a, it's that one that I remember seeing, um, watching him see that a lot. That's the kind of and, thing grandpas love. That kind of movie. Sure. Yeah. Most grandpas, <laughs> I mean, most grandpas' favorite movie is a talking cat? Question mark. <laughs> a talking cat. <laughs> you have not seen. He does not have a talking cat. No. It's a it's a little too under the radar for him. Sure, yeah, yeah. Right. And he, oh, he, he only he likes mainstream yeah. talking dog movies. Yeah, not those not indie art house. house. Sure, art house talking dog movies. If there's dogs. anything about yeah, talking cat. I mean, like if I was to describe it, I would call it meditative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, man, you would not believe this talking dog movie that Guy Madden made last sure. year. Sure, it is. Just I mean, gorgeous. the cat talks, but it's about what he's not saying. You know, <laughs> there's this really incredible David. Cronenberg talking dog movie. Mm. Mm, it's sort of a part talking dog movie, part corpse fucking movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, not fucking, but being aroused by. Sure. I saw Terrence Malick talking dog movie. Oh, yeah. The thing with this that is, is that this is great. Yeah. yeah. At first, I was trying to figure it out, you know? Right. And then someone explained to me, that's where you're going wrong. Just take it in. Let it wash over yeah, you. You exactly. got to just shirt. It's, it's like really, really impressionistic. Point, it's a dogs. tone poem. Exactly. I think is how you would describe those talking dog movies. Yeah. Do you think that's how your grandfather would describe? <laughs> <laughs> now, here's a question. Here's something that came up last week and came up on Reddit again. Do you think, Christian, that your grandfather, how do you think he feels about movies in which dogs feature a prominent and human-like role but do not speak, such as Air Bud Golden Receiver, in which Air Bud, the legendary basketball dog, takes up football? Because there's no rule against it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blatant dogism to but not he give him a voice. But he doesn't talk. 
Only the little Air Buds. What are those called? The Air Budlings? <laughs> Air Buddies. Air Buddies. Air Buddies do talk, but apparently Air Bud does not talk. I think he loves those too. I mean, he loves dogs of all kinds. I mean, sure. he has. He's been owning dogs for a long time. They never talked to him, but he still loves them. <laughs> yeah. What kind of do- what kind of dogs What kind of dogs does he have right now? Uh, well, we all live together. I have a miniature dachshund. He has mm-hmm. a like a puppy ish. Wait, does Shepherd. every member of your household have his or her own dog? Is that the point that you're making here? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Sounds yeah, like a pretty cool house. <laughs> when you're born, they give you one. Just <laughs> it's pretty cool. Maybe this one will talk. Yeah, the dog is your familiar. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a very Game of Thrones-like world. <laughs> you receive a wolfling at birth. I don't, I don't, mean, to, I don't mean to presume anything about uh, uh, who is and isn't still a part of your life. But what would you guess is your grandmother's favorite uh, film genre? Ah, car movies probably. She mm-hmm. likes. I don't know. That's what sure. grandmas love. <laughs> it's she's a, she's a weirdo. She's a weirdo too. I don't uh, think. I mean, I don't. Th- I mean, I I like a car movie. No, but like, I mean, I mean, yeah. Like Herbie I mean, Fully I, I, Loaded. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. I really like Herbie Fully Loaded. I just I just feel like she's a car. too Herbie too loaded <laughs> sequel. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like she's a car movie kind of gal because she's uh, her the her dream car. She can't even drive, but her dream car is to get a, a one of those like a H two kind of Hummer. Just, <laughs> I don't know why, but yeah. she just wants to feel a giant. She's I'm five two. And she's shorter than me, and she wants to feel like you know crushing the competition. I guess <laughs> there's the grandma competition. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a grandma. There's a house. Truck. There's a house near mine that is like the house that always has a seasonal display in its window. Mm-hmm. You know, like they'll have they'll have you know five teddy bears in honor of Flag Day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like are just like yeah, just a whole Arbor They're Day festive. thing with yeah. And uh, outside is parked uh, a Hummer H2, and the license plate says "Hum this." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like who who are you? <laughs> Apparently, it's Christian's grandmother. Yeah, she's cool. She's hardcore. She's yeah, clearly. Like, do you think it's the same person that owns the Hummer and also has the bears? Or do you think it's like <laughs> one of them's the kid? Mm, that's a good question. So you think it's like Christian has the ace too? Yeah, that's that's what I would guess. But maybe I'm just being way too conventional. Yeah. I mean, I picture Christian more with like a sweet electric guitar. <laughs> yeah. But maybe Christian's brother has the hum this. Oh, Okay. Yeah. But do you think that Christian has ever stood on top of the Hummer <laughs> shredding? Because that's sort of what I'm imagining. I want him to. Well, you would need a little amp or something. No, he would need a huge amp. No, sure, yeah. <laughs> they just Christian doesn't do anything small. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Christian, what's your favorite genre of movie? Here's your choices. Okay. Submarine movie, heist movie. Fucked with Liam Neeson's family. <laughs> you fucked with Liam Neeson's family. And the one that I forgot to mention last mm-hmm. week, and our friend Ben Harrison was very upset that I forgot to mention this, Con Man movie. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Con Man movie. I really like that one right there. That's a really good one. Spanish I... Prisoner. Music Man. The Sting. Mm-hmm. Sure, I've never seen any of those, but they sound pretty cool. <laughs> They're great. I just like Solid. the idea. Three great Solid movies. movies. Right you haven't heard those. There's trouble in River City. <laughs> 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 yeah, I like Con Man movies. I also like uh, you fuck with the wrong guy kind of movies. Yeah, uh, one comes to mind is Kill Bill. Kill sure. Bill. That's actually more of a you fucked with the wrong lady movie. Yeah, because you fucked with uh, Uma Thurman. Yeah, which was a mistake. Her? Technically, yeah. that's more of a Karate Guy making a sandwich movie. <laughs> yeah, sure. 
God, it all culminates in the scene where he's making a sandwich. God, I remember when he was making that sandwich. It's great. I, there's two moments in all of cinema that I admire more than mm-hmm. any other. One is David Carradine making that sandwich. Mm-hmm. The other is, in this movie, The Limey. Have any of you guys seen The Limey? I have not. Oh, the Limey is a wonderful, wonderful movie. And uh, Peter Fonda, like a 60-ish-year-old Peter Fonda, is standing in front of this mirror in his mansion. He plays like a... Uh, like a heyday of the music industry, former music executive, and he's talking to his like 22 year old girlfriend. She's in the tub, and he's telling her telling her about the 60s. And he's got one of those little like one of those little in between teeth cleaners that looks like a bottle cleaner, you know. And he's going, and he's just oh, that's acting. <laughs> that's acting. He's cleaning his teeth. That see, just imagining the scene. As reenacted by you, makes me never want to see it. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I look. It's probably those gross mouth I, sounds. I guess I don't it's like probably art. the gross. <laughs> the tale is to be told, not to be sold. Sure. Okay. I'm not right. here I'm not here to convince you. I'm no Tony Robbins. I'm not here <laughs> right. to overcome objections. <laughs> I'm here to say that it's a magical moment in cinema. The only other part that competes with it is also from that movie, and it's the part where they go out <laughs> on the balcony. It's Terrence Stamp and Luis Guzman. And uh, Terrence Stamps turns to Luis Guzman. They're looking out over the vista. And uh, uh, Terrence Stamp goes, beautiful view, isn't it? <laughs> and then, and then uh, Luis goes, Guzman goes, yeah, you could see the ocean if you could see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Los Angeles. Wow. Uh, it's the dialogue that sells it. Christian, do you, do you have, have you watched Talking Dog movies with him? Uh, Is this like a bonding activity that you guys have? <laughs> No, I mean, I've never, I don't think I've even watched the Talking Dog movie. Cause never? Why don't you love your family? Why didn't uh, you do research for your appearance here? Yeah. Oh, I should have, huh? I should have done some research. You should have at least seen Homeward Bound. Milo Notice, maybe. Yeah, Milo Notice. <laughs> yeah, Turner and Hooch. All those mm. cats. I don't think Hooch talks. Doesn't matter. He, likes, he does. likes movies where dogs do human-like things, even if they don't talk. We already established that, Jordan. Do you not even care what, what words are coming out of Christian's mouth? I'm just saying we should... We should define the genres. This guy dropped out of college to be here. Yeah. yeah you don't even care nurse, enough. Dude. This guy was going to become a nurse. Dude. This guy could have. Dude, dude. This guy could <laughs> have healed sick people. I'm just saying there's a difference between a Santa movie and a Christmas movie. You know what he's going to become now? A stick-up kid. Oh, no. He's going to go straight into that medical marijuana dispensary mm-hmm. by my house. You know what he's going to have in his hand? Knife. Yeah, yeah. you got it. They actually offer those, offer those classes in uh, LACC. <laughs> Stick-up classes? Stick up yeah. Oh, okay. So you just would change majors. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. That would just require a little bit of paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look. When something momentous happens to somebody other than Christian – but also in the future, anytime it happens to Christian, we have you call us at 206-984-4FUN. We've got a couple calls on the line here. Let's hear the first one, Brian. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and possible guest. This is Will Sarche from Austin, Texas, calling with a momentous occasion. Uh, I just bought a new house, which is very exciting, but the most exciting part is that the house came with a free trampoline in the backyard. I just jumped on it, and it was great. Hope you all are doing well. Bye. <laughs> that, he did have a trampoline. A trampoline-ish joy in his voice. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I was kind of yeah. wondering, what's making this man so? It's probably home ownership. That's probably a thrilling day when you buy your yeah. first home. I wouldn't know. I rent. Right. Same. Thank you very much. Uh, Look, but I yeah, got a mortgage the trampoline. to play. Max, pay. MaximumFun.org slash donate. All right. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, that, that's great. That's a nice bonus. Always nice. You buy a house, you find out it's a tramp house? Yeah. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing this is in the South, too. This is actually – trampolines – this is very weird. Trampolines have been coming up on my show mm-hmm. quite a bit. A lot of trampolines. And going down. Exactly. Hi, trampoline humor. Do you have a tramp chat theme song? Not yet. You should. But soon. Tramp chat. Um, There you go. There you go. There you go. Sure. Just loop that. Delivered. Just auto tune that. Have you heard my show before? Because that is what every jingle sounds like. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a big fan. Oh, thank you so much. Um, Anyway, well, then you know a lot of trampolines in Utah. Oh, yeah. Is that tramp country? It really is. (laughs) It really is, yeah. Most popular band there, Supertramp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's I, – I don't know what it is, but there apparently yeah. is a lot of trampolines. I've heard top. good things about their stamps. <laughs> Tramp stamp. Are, mm. you, are anyway. you guys scared that trampolines like you would ever get your foot stuck in those things? Oh, yeah. I've Absolutely. never got yeah. It's a concern. <laughs> it makes There's it, no doubt that I'm not getting on any fucking trampolines. <laughs> it's a concern. I've never got on one just because I'm scared of that happening. <laughs> I can weird. barely not fall over from a standing position on terra sure. firma. I'm not getting on that bouncy menace. The, my neighbors, my the neighbors bouncy menace. The yellow journal, the new focus of yellow journalism is the bouncy. My neighbors in my old house had a, one of those enormous giant trampolines, mm-hmm. and I couldn't see them jumping on the trampoline, but they would jump on it every morning at like seven, and it was obscured behind a wall of bamboo. Uh, but you would just hear this. It's it seriously sounded like an elephant fucking an elephant prostitute. <laughs> That's the best that I could use to describe. I love that it it's an elephant prostitute in this scenario. Well, it's because it's in like a seedy motel. Okay, right. You know what I mean? Right, because if two elephant, because it's not two elephants making love. No, because no, then it would be sensuous. <laughs> this is just. Right. This he is just. Be, he would be tending to the clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> Think how big that would be. Oh, it's huge. <laughs> Yeah. But for elephants, probably still hard to find. Yeah, sure. that's well, a good point. But I mean, they're good with so the foldy. They're good with those trunks. <laughs> I mean, if you can crack yeah. a peanut with that thing, yeah, if you can peel a banana. Yeah, if you okay. can paint, let's take, <laughs> or shake hands. Let's take our next call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, guest. This is Lance in Cleveland with the momentous occasion. I was playing a little game with my eight-year-old daughter where we would type in a Google image search describing each other, and I did some classic dad monkey jokes, and then she typed in ugly man eating and showed that to me. And so I was going to get back to her, so I typed in the term human fart. I think I get like a personified fart person. (laughs) And it turned out to be like a thermal imaging of an actual fart coming out of some butt cheeks. (laughs) And we both had very sincere and I think equal laugh at the same thing. And it was like we really bonded on that um, amazing image picture. The fart jokes, as we already knew, are universal. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, boy, you, that's a that's a game of Russian roulette with your kid, huh? Like, wh- when is this going to turn into porn? Safe like, when on, am I? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. Sure. On. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like anything you could type in or anything that a, an eight-year-old could think of is most likely to be a porn thing at some point down the road. Google image search is basically magical mm-hmm. to children. It's something that I didn't have as a child, and my son walks up to me and says, Daddy, 
tell your phone to show me a picture of Buzz Lightyear <laughs> sure. in space with his friends. <laughs> and I have to t- I type in what he says, and I find it every time. Mm. It's always Buzz Lightyear related. Sure. <laughs> I should explain. Yeah, yeah. How show long me... until your, your kids get their own phones? I don't know, 12? Is that when they get them nowadays? I don't no, know. No, I think they just issued them at birth now. <laughs> show me Buzz Lightyear getting his ball stepped on. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it. He got he got real specific with me the other day. He wanted one. He, I, he asked for some specific. He, I think it was Buzz Lightyear in space with his friends. And he goes, Daddy, he's not wearing his helmet in this picture. Mm. And I'm like, what? So now you should have said Buzz Lightyear in space with his friends and he's wearing his helmet. It got really, it got really intense. No, I get it. I mean, anyway, he's living with his grandparents now. Oh, <laughs> gam gam, gam gam. He's living with me, mom, pop pop. <laughs> probably, they've probably given him a phone. Mm-hmm. He's probably out there, Snapchatting, finding thermal farts. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to go look at that up immediately. Aren't you? That's real funny. I've seen yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, you have. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> okay. How it's did a you real see hoot. It? Ah, uh, you know. Hanging out with your daughter. <laughs> yeah, me and my daughter. It's like, let's look at a thermal fart. <laughs> I just, I will, listen, I was Googling predator farts, okay? It's an unrelated You just Google wanted to search. see what happens when a fox or a cheetah farts. Sure. Well, I mean, the predator, the uh, alien who hunts men for sport, oh. who has, sees... The, I, has I thermal Googled vision. It. I guess I Googled that phrase for a totally different reason. Yeah, well, there's... You gotta, you gotta specify. The thing is, is like with predators, it's silent, so all you have to go on sure. is either a thermal Ill image or you just figure out who smelled it. <laughs> 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 um, Christian, mm-hmm. your I look. I only gave you a few choices of types of movie before. What, what is the next generation's favorite genre of film? Uh, vines, probably. Instagram, those no. videos. You like vines and Instagram? I welcome the new era. Like, it's like <laughs> a guy in Jordans that jumps into a pool. Yeah, yeah. the Yas Cat was a pretty good. Yeah, Yas Cat, Yas Cat is, is pretty, very good. That's pretty good. That's a genre, right? Because you got the six-second version, then you got the looped version. Yeah, sure. It's like just ten hours. hours. No Yas Cat. I feel so old. <laughs> He's a cat that says Yas. Yas. He says Yas. Yas. Yes. Yes. Are we hearing him? You're hearing it, Brian. This is played. a cat? Yeah. The audience is not hearing him, but we are hearing oh. Yas in our ears. Yas. The, the audience, audience heard that. Him. Oh, the audience did hear that. Let's hear it again. You want a tree? Yas. <laughs> How is that real? It's not, Well, it's someone. Cats don't really talk. No, no. I want to be clear about that. <laughs> it's not like in the movie. Yeah. I thought. You're thinking of some of your favorite films. No, yeah. I, want, I want the ground to open up and swallow me. I thought actually there is that Coen cat, Brothers movie. I thought this cat meowed cat. in a way that sounded like Yoss. It's someone. It's if someone. It's just someone doing a cat voice. I'm not impressed. It's real funny though. It's really, it's really, it's it's really fuzzy it? cat. Oh, it's a very fuzzy and the cat. Cat's kind of going, <laughs> opening its mouth, and the, that's when she goes, Yoss. <laughs> all right, I'll give it a shot. It's real good. Okay. We are not underselling it at all. <laughs> We're not overselling it. Everyone who's everyone who's followed up with me on the internet about Yoss Cat, you know, mm-hmm. Jordan Jesse Go listeners. Sure. It's all been to say thank you. Sure. No, no one is like that didn't deliver. Despite Loth the builder and Rachel Latour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rachel Latour, Law Threeper, Benny and the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. All these people are all about sending me an email thanking me for Yoss Cat. That and Babe Pig in the City. I never get negative feedback about those. 
Talking Animals. By the way, Mad Max movie coming out from the director of Big Pink in the City. <laughs> okay, Christian, it has been a joy to have you on the program. Thank you for taking the time to come by. Uh, I'm sorry that you had to miss organic chemistry to do it. Um, but, you know, I think at the, at the end of the day, um, people are better off without nurses because nurses, in a way, are just shitty doctors. <laughs> really... They're, they cock block the doctors. Yeah. They do. Sure. Yeah, they yeah. do. That's a really good point, Allison. Because who doesn't want to fuck a nurse? Yeah. You know? That's why I wanted to get into it. Just No, that's smart. For the tail. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get in there for the tail. Oh, you got to get in there for the tail. tail. Yeah. Absolutely. Because sponge baths are mm-hmm. right. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Would you like a sponge bath, old man? <laughs> Applesauce delivery. <laughs> <laughs> Tray removal. Sure. Catheterization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That actually is turning some people on, I'm sure. Yeah, that's a yeah. thing, I bet. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Christian, it's been a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much for taking the time. Is there anything you want to plug? Uh, <laughs> Are you doing a show at Largo? I get on Xbox Live. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's all I got. Please, give out your Do you want to give out your gamer tag? Uh, yeah, sure. Fucking uh, crazy Chris one is my g- gamer tag. <laughs> crazy and Chris both spell with a K. Oh, like the crazy Chris crazy one, I am, dude. Crazy, crazy Chris one with the C and the CH were spoken for. Sure, <laughs> probably. Crazy Chris one. What's your What's your favorite game to play on there? What should people uh, be looking you know, to play I with? Get you? on GTA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know about that. That that's it pretty much. Nah. <laughs> pretty much it. Just well, they got heist. They got heist now. Yeah, they do have heist. That's pretty fun. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay, but then you have to talk to people. It's the worst. Christian, aka Crazy Chris, one. <laughs> it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Uh, it was great seeing you guys. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. Allison Rosen, something clever. Allison, thank you so much for joining us on this week's program. Thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. You know, it used to be that only Law Threeper listened to your show. Wait a minute. No, he only listens to our. He's the only one who listens yeah, to Yeah, lots of people listen to Allison's show. Because she's for everyone. Sure. I try to be. God, how do we get that special sauce? Down the middle. <laughs> Old down the middle Rosen. Home run after home run. Mm-hmm. It's like batting practice with Rosen. Sure. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think that was a compliment. I mean, I think it was intended as I one. I think the suggestion is I'm bland, but um, pleasant. Let's tone it down, Jordan. <laughs> tone it down. What are we doing all this weird stuff about dog movies? More for? relatable topics. We just did an entire segment where we interviewed a guy about his grandpa's <laughs> favorite movie. <laughs> that, that was a whole yeah. segment of our show. And describing a vine. What are, why aren't we talking to Maria Menounos? We should I mean, be. look, if you... Oh, I just remembered. Maria Menounos called in yeah, when you were on my in. show. Yeah, I was on. I was on Allison's show. Say, like, oh, sorry. Uh, hold on one second. Maria Menounos is calling. Mm. Look, if you want some hints for how to be really popular, Please. here are some things that have worked well on my show. Okay. Lots of Trader Joe's talk, and mm-hmm. you already right. got that. We, yeah, we, we got, got that. that. Yeah, we're doing talk it. Talk about what is and what isn't a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Okay. Talk about like appropriate ways to shower. Various hot dogs variations. aren't a sandwich. They're Some would dog. argue they are, but only they're, maniacs. They're only assholes. <laughs> yeah. Pedantic assholes who want to send you a flowchart. <laughs> I wouldn't use the word pedantic. Really? Yeah, okay. because not everyone knows what that means. Gotcha. Um, we the- talk a lot about dogs on my show, actually. So I feel like, you know what? This is a good one. Okay. We'll send this. This is our. We'll send this to the awards committee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At podcastawards.com. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, there's no way we can lose. Did you guys? Are you nominated for stuff? No. We've never been nominated for anything. I Neither yeah. am I. And I had to say, I, I did peruse that list, and I was like, well, there's just no justice. Mm. No, it's good. Our, uh, no justice, no peace. Sawbones is nominated this year. Bullseye oh, is nominated this year. Oh. There you go. All, All right. Look Max at you pretending nominated. to be one of, the pe- one, of the, one of us. Yeah, one of us non-nominated. Right. One Guys, of those. It was an honor to not be nominated. I'm going to be pretty excited when I go to the ceremony. Which is just going online to www.podcastawards.com <laughs> whenever it is that they announce it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, when I win, yeah. I probably mm-hmm. will That's win. That's the right attitude. Um, I'm going to send Jordan a quick email firing him. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to hire a co-host who's an award winner like myself. Like probably, what, Don and Drew. Probably Don and Drew from the Don and Drew show. <laughs> nah, I'll be all set. Well, at least it won't catch you by surprise, Jordan. Yeah, no, it's nice that I, it's nice that I know I'll have it. I have it coming, and then yeah. uh, you know I can just start wandering. Anyway, Allison Rosen, it's been a joy to have you. Allison Rosen's show is Allison Rosen is your new best friend. You listen to it, she will become your best friend. Quick, fast, and hurry because she's a delightful young woman. Thank you. Um, and it's Max Fun Drive time, so go to maximumfun.org slash donate. Hashtag it, Max Fund Drive. We got to get to twenty five hundred shows, uh, 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 twenty five hundred new and upgrading donors. <clears throat> Jordan, I already came up with a hashtag. Okay. Well, originally it was just going to be hashtag boat show, mm-hmm. and I was worried there might be a boat show going on somewhere. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and so it mostly be tweets. I'm at the hashtag boat show. Mm-hmm. However, hashtag JJ boat show. Jordan, Jesse, can I boat make show. a suggestion? No. Can I, Christian? Would you want to hear Have my you, suggestion? Are you nominated for a podcast award at all? Yes. Okay, then yes. Yeah, okay. It's up there on the whiteboard. I was nominated for a podcast. <laughs> oh, look, it says that up there. I think you, there's, listen, I think with all the stuff surrounding boat party, yeah. I think people will be confused. Oh, will they? Yeah, because everyone asked me if I was going on the boat party. I was not going on the boat party. Right. It was, people were confused. They this think it's is, something that it's not. Well, this is a boat show. What about? It's a show on a boat. JJ Go Gross Lake. <laughs> that way, you're not encroaching on a previously existing brand that you have. Hashtag Leaky Podcast. <laughs> Hashtag JJ Go Gross Lake. Hashtag JJ Go Gross Lake. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Hashtag JJ Go Gross Lake. Let's get to 2,500. We'll check in at what we're at next time. You can go to MaximumFun.org. You can keep, we're keeping a running tally, mm-hmm. updating it on a daily basis. Uh, and yeah, look. Bottom line, we are really, really grateful to the people out there who support this show. Um, it means everything to us, uh, including paying for my dog's recent surgery. <laughs> and if you don't go to MaximumFun.org slash donate, she will never walk again. Should she already have the surgery? It's a continuous surgery that the doctor will decide how it comes out based on the pledge drive? That's part of how it's <laughs> Okay, yeah, right. It's a two-week surgery. <laughs> they got to stick in there. Sure. They gotta, we got to buy all that Jolt Cola for the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, I'm a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> Jolt. You guys remember that. Um, it was in Hackers. <laughs> it was like two loco. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Not a, four loco. It was a pre-loco. Yeah. yeah. Proto-loco. MaximumFun.org. Jolt Cola was the proto-loco. Look. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch appeals here. Mm-hmm. Brian Fernandez, aka Sunny D, is getting married to his beautiful fiance sure. Lauren. She needs a dowry. Mm-hmm. 
he's trying to put this together for because otherwise they won't be able to get married in the traditional village in which they live. Right. You're a millennial. Exactly. We're mm. millennials. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah, about, Allison. Totally. And if you don't support this, we can't pay Brian's salary and he can't laugh in the background, much less move up and down faders or be ready to play Yas Cat. He was on it. He was on it this hat. week. At the drop That's of skilled hat. labor. <laughs> MaximumFun.org slash donate. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.